used to say that when we were in school, you see that people will come and say they are having a program concerning what some kind of programs like that. And you see people registering and paying money to go to get a certificate and all that. <laughs> Is that not powerful? Is that right? See, that's right, sir. Amen. And all that. Now, this is a great opportunity to learn something. To learn something. Amen. We're also going to be praying and speaking. As we are speaking into your lives and prophesying and all that, just receive it. It doesn't matter how you look like or how you appear today or how you came here today. What matters is what the word of God can do in your life. Amen. What is that? That's what is important. What the word of God can do in your life. Having done ministry for a while, I've realized that many Christians are only concerned about what they can get in a meeting. And not even get with regards to knowledge, but get with regards to testimony. One thing that is so important is knowing what you have to do at a given time. It's very important. Sometimes people get to a place where they don't know what to do again. Or they get to that point, Christians, where they don't know what they ought to do. You know, all because of the fact that even though they have been in church for certain times and for certain years, they have not prioritized the role of God's word. Amen. So wherever you are with your with your hand lifted, with your right hand lifted, up, just talk to the Lord that as we have this meeting, the Spirit of God through this ministrations of the word and the ministration of the Spirit will reveal into your heart some secret, some key that will open up your destiny, that will open up your finances, that will open up your career, that will open up your life, that will open up your vision. In the name of Jesus, Mashata, Senti Atuli Kapaya, Rebo Kosistele Polobo Kosata, Mariti Polobo Kosistele Polobo Magataka sister le pola boko sister. Rebo luko sotos kapala kata. Oliva seto kopolo kosotos. Vasite kopolo kuseti kapala kasaya. Nide voko shuki raboko shontos ko. Just talk to the Lord. We worship you. We worship you. Just talk to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Give me a key. Show me a key. Show me something. Reveal something to me. Talk to me.
Let's talk to the Lord.
Amen. Are you in church or you want to speak in tongues more? Or if you're eating some wet so you are, your stomach is going If you have eaten some wet too, you still see. But listen, there is some... I'm talking about gold as dust. And what is know is in sections. Amen. It's in sections. We'll be praying, we'll be prophesying, but we are going to be teaching more. Because I feel like if Christians want to live some kind of life that I can picture, they must know more. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that by this time, many of us watching this should be experiencing a whole lot of powerful things in their lives. True or false? It's true. But we have to give ourselves to the word of God. So there is a certainty that comes with the word of God. There's a certainty that comes with the word of God. That means that you, you come to that point where you have arrived in the word. You come to that point where you are so pleased. I don't want us to go and come and go and come. And if you want to, we will go and we will right now. Let's speak in tongues. So when we start, we start. It looks like what changes. Doc, what do you think? Once we start teaching, then somebody will pass here and go and wee wee. And this is not the time to wee wee. Is it the time to wee wee? This is like in an interview room. We are interviewing you and you are going to wee wee. And you say, I'm coming, I'm going to this place. You say what? You lose the job that day. Amen. So sit at one place, sit down. When we go on break, you go, can go and wee wee. But this time as you are sitting, this program is so important to me. And I feel like it is something that the church, we must take serious. Money is something everybody chases after. How many of you know that? Who doesn't chase after money? Money is something everyone chases, chases after. Everyone wants to be wealthy in one way or the other. So once it comes to talking about money... You can't be absent at all. If you are absent, it means poverty will stay in your house until the rapture. Any WCM member who decides to stay at home will see poverty till the rapture. Because, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not pronouncing it. I'm just telling you why. Because you would end up living a kind of life where you cannot attract the blessings of the Lord. You see, that's how come you see Christians moving place to place and doing all kinds of things that are not necessary. But you see, there's a certainty that comes with the word of God. There's a certainty that comes with the word of God. That means that there's a, you come to that point where through the, the word of God you have arrived at a particular state. See, the, the word of God, you know, brings you to a state where you are not unsure about your life or unsure about happenings. You are not very sure. You see, I've said it before that the word gives you a picture of what God sees in your life. There is nothing on the earth that gives you such a picture. The word gives you a pictorial view of who you have become and what you are supposed to experience if you are not experiencing it. You hear what I said? Oh, I said if you don't respond to you, sow a seed. Do you want to sow a seed? Did you hear what I said? It's very important. It's very important. So, there's a pictorial view. It does not matter where you find yourself. Once you have that view at your forefront or before you, through God's word, you can never give up or lose hope. You didn't hear what I said? So throughout the scriptures, whenever God ever met a person or called a person, Whenever 
God did that, you will see the release of his word. Why? The reason why he gives his word. When even he created Adam, he gave his word. Be fruitful. Multiply. Is that what he did? I said, is that what he did? So that Adam will have a, a picture of the kind of life that God expects him to live or to have. Without it, Adam would just be a person with no focus and with no vision. When God met Abraham, the same thing. Joseph, the same thing. Throughout the, from the pre-Old Testament into the Old Testament into the New Testament, there is always a word. When Paul had that experience, there was a word. So that when Paul had the experience and was blind, after he was prayed for, what happened was that he came to a realization of the kind of expectation or the kind of life that God was expecting from him or was expecting of him to live. It shall be a light unto the Gentiles. So Paul awoke from his blindness knowing that I am a light to the Gentiles. He wasn't like if I had an encounter with God, I had an experience with God, and then what then is next? I don't know what to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? So whenever God called somebody and all that, he gave his word. But thank God now we have the word of God in print in the Bible. So that we don't live our lives on assumptions. I always emphasize on knowledge because if you are ignorant, you will live your life on assumptions. And living your life, any kind of life, whether your health or your finances, on assumptions is living like someone who doesn't know what is supposed to happen in his life. There are a lot of Christians who don't know what is supposed to happen, what is next in my life. So, so we need Prophet Mabel to give us what is happening in our lives. But without a prophetic word, through the word of God, you can know what is supposed to happen next in your life. Did you hear what I said? That's, that's the role, one major role of the word of God in our lives. So that we do not live on assumptions. So to those that we give the word, we say, oh, spend time listening to the word of God. Oh, do this. You see. And so oh, I'll listen. Oh, I'll listen. Oh, I'll, and I'll watch. Oh, one day. And all that. You are programming your life for a life that is ups and downs. And that is full of uncertainties. I'm not certain about my finances. I'm not certain about my health. I'm not certain about my marriage. I'm not certain about something. See, when you reach that point when you are not certain, it's a sign that, or an indication, that you are ignorant of God's word concerning that area. Write it down. Whenever you see that you are uncertain in an area of your life, it means that you don't have God's word. You don't need, you don't need a prophetic word. See, prophetic word is so powerful, but you don't need a prophetic word to be certain. You need a prophetic word to buttress what you are already certain of. You didn't hear what I said? So where you see that you are not certain, you are shaking. It means that in that area, you, ha- you don't have adequate knowledge. You see, you shake in an examination room when you don't have adequate 
information, true or false. Now, we are not in an examination room in Legon or SHS somewhere. Yes and two or what school should I mention? Now we are in what we call life's examination. And no matter what you do, you would write a test. You see, you can't dodge the examinations that has to do with life, that concerns life. We are in life's examinations. Did you hear what I said? We are all in life's examination. At a point in time, you will be required to write an exam. That is what sometimes we refer to as going to a test. So you'll be required to write an exams. What you write during the examination has to do with what you know. And you see, the Spirit of God has given us a manual. The manual is the Bible. The manual is the Word of God. I hope you are writing something down. The Spirit of God has given us a manual. You can write it down. Write it down. The Spirit has given you a manual. So no matter what you do, and I say this, first of all, through the Word of God, and by experience, after ministering for some time, for some years now, some few years, I've come to realize that you minister to somebody, and after two years, it is required for you to minister to the person again. Why? The person got a testimony all right. After two years, there is another challenge. Then you have to pray or do something again. Then there is another challenge after three years. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you realize that it is not just up to the first results you got or the first testimony you got or the first miracle you got and all that. You would always at one point in time meet an examination that you have to write. Did you hear what I said? That is, that is how life is. And you see, God in his wisdom knows that. The scripture says the world is full of corruption. He says that in this world, you shall have tribulations. But in me, you have peace. So at a point in time, you face certain tribulations. Tribulations means being under pressure. At a point in time, as a Christian, and it, 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 it comes to that point where you have to apply the word of God. You know, to apply the breaks of God's word. Or to write what you know. See, that is why emphasizing on the word of God is so important. It's so important. Regardless of what we do, giftings that we manifest, we can heal the sick. The sick will go home broke for two years, but he's healed. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He's healed, but two years broke. Then the sick person gets some job, begins to get, then gradually another sickness will come again, which is which is not the other the one we prayed. Do you, do you understand? Do you get what I'm talking about? I said, did you get what I'm talking about? It's very important. So this one was cancer; it has been healed. Now it is migraine after three years. After four years, it's mosquito, what, malaria. Those are examinations with regards to health. This one got a job of 4,000 Ghana cities. And I'm talking practically. 
At that time, you had no wife. Now you have a wife. Then after one year, you have a child. Then you realize that that 3,000 Ghana cities is not enough now. But you got a testimony in 2000 and something. So you need an upgrade in your life. Because of that level, financially. And then you require, and that is the examination, you require a movement or an upgrade, upgrade from where it's 3,000 to where you, there is something more than the 3,000. But this is you have come to church five years, three years, and have used your phone for Instagram all these years and know nothing. So you will now be running to the man of God. Then the man will lay his hands on you. They say, don't worry, God will do it. Then you are dead. Then you are dead. Then you are dead. Then maybe God does it. Say, maybe God does it. And you say, maybe God does it. A lot of us don't know that God is principled. We see God as somebody who you can just sleep in your room. Ah, then one day when you have a trouble, you run to him. You see. There are a whole lot of things I'll be sharing with you today. But this is so important. Knowing that there is an examination before each one of us. And it's important that we know what we are going to write. We know that is knowledge. Or we have knowledge of God, what you are going to write during that examination. If you hear that child, glory. glory. And I'm saying that the word of God makes you certain about your life. See, when you are in a classroom and you are, you are, you are, you are giving an examination in school, and you are so sure that what was given to you, the exam that was given to you, the answer that you gave is the right answer. Will you be shaking? No. That is the certainty that comes. So your friends will say, Chalena, session A, no, you're not saying. Then you may not even talk and go and say, because what people are didn't read. So you don't need to even explain session A exams to read. You know, people ask about the section A when we finish the exams. Do you get what I'm talking about? Somebody will say session 1B, you are not saying. How did you do the session 1B? And you now begin to, some, some people will talk, some won't talk, depending on your personality. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Who is following what I'm saying? So you are very certain that this is true. You are very certain. What I wrote is correct. Two plus two is four. You wrote four is correct. Is that not true? Sometimes you can just look at it and say, oh, this one, this session A, I'll get 50 over 50 or 48. Even if I don't get this 48. And you get it too. You write an exam and sometimes you can tell yourself that, oh, this one, I'll get maybe an A or maybe B plus in the exam. If you are not able to really tell yourself you get A, it means you aren't, you aren't very sure about all the answers you give. Is that not true? Yeah. That, is, that is in the classroom. But in life, it's like that. You arrive at that state through the word of God. Let me say that again. You arrive at that state through the word of God. Where you are so sure, regardless of all the wind that is blowing, you are so sure that this will be the turnout of your life. You do hear what I said? 
it will be, this will be the turn out of my ministry. You are so sure. So that people don't, people don't understand. I realized one day, uh, somebody was making a decision about ministry. And when I was at the back, watching the person, that was when I came to re- really realize that when people are taking certain decisions that are very serious, and you are at the back, sometimes you wonder, what kind of decision is this? This is so strong, you see. But when you are the one making the decision, you are so sure of that decision you are making. You are so sure. Your surety is as a result of what you know. It's as a result of what you know. You are so sure. If you are there, shout glory to that. Glory. So sure. The turnout of your life must be according to the word of God. You know. The turnout of your life. No matter where you find yourself. No matter where you find yourself. The Bible says God is no respecter of persons. So whether you find yourself in Ghana, or you find yourself in Australia, or you find yourself in US, or you find yourself anywhere, God is no respecter of persons. And because God is no respecter of persons, as long as you are faithful to his word, and you know enough to apply it, and to live on it, that word will be the turnout of your life. If you heard something, they shout glory. So this is so important. God is no respecter of persons. You may not have the opportunity to go to U.S. You are in Ghana. God is no respecter of persons. You may not have the opportunity to travel wherever and get international job, but you are in Ghana. God is still no respecter of persons. Did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? So important. So, being certain of your life is important, especially at a youthful age where you are still growing. You are so sure. Did you hear what I said? You are so sure. People can even mock you and your God and all of that. But you are so sure. You are so sure. Regardless of the years, it will still become what the word said. Or what the word of God that you know, that you have told them about. Sometimes you announce it. This is how I will become. And people can even mock you. It may not even look like that. It must, you, may not, you may not look like that. You must not look like that first. You hear what I said? You must just look like the word. And keep the word of God to you. And confess the word of God to you. Why is this important? Because you see, God has made us, given us the opportunity to know his secrets. Secrets. Say secrets. Mysteries. Say mysteries. So when it comes to money with church or prosperity or finances, people just just think, oh, they are coming to talk about giving. Once they are talking about finances, it's giving. So they are coming to say we should sow a seed. <laughs> That's how people assume. That's what people think. Did you hear what I said there? But there is more, you see, God's prosperity plan, blessings and all that is very simple, yet very complex. It's very simple. It's very simple because once you are born again, there is a way God sees you according to his word. 
It's complex because for you to experience that which God said he has given to you, it doesn't take one step. It takes several steps. So if you do not know the several steps and make certain adjustments, so Christians say, oh, I'm, I'm a giver, but I don't see changes. All that they are saying about giving, I've been giving, giving. Some give up. Some go around talking about a, a man of God who preaches on money and prosperity. Oh, we've been giving, giving. Some say, will be my tithes. I won't give any tithes again. I won't pay tithes again. Tithes have been paid for the past five years. I don't sit up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Because you see, God's prosperity plan is complex, yet it's simple. It's so simple, but it's also complex. If you heard that, shout glory to that. Glory. So the scripture say, have I said something right now? Yes, the scripture says that Matthew chapter what? 13. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? Gold as dust. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Should I use the Matthew or should I use the Mark? What do you guys think? Mark chapter 4, I think the Mark will help me more than the Matthew. So go to Mark chapter 4 from verse 11. Oh, shout glory. I'm here getting blessed right now. So don't, don't, don't make, what I'm trying to tell you, don't make the word of God. Thank God for spiritual gifts. Thank God for miracles. Testimonies. Sometimes people receive testimonies here and they say, and I know in the next four years they will still be looking for another testimony. Did you get what I said? It was a testimony of a job. It was a testimony of a child. It was a testimony of this. But in the next four years you will be looking for a testimony that may not even have to have to do with a child. That kind of thing. But you see, you can so program yourself in a way through God's word. You know, the word comes to program us. The word comes to program us. To program our lives. The word comes to program our lives in a particular way. Is that not powerful? Oh, this is powerful. And he said unto them, unto you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. It means that the kingdom of God works on mysteries. Or the kingdom of God is mysterious. Did you get what I just said? So for you to know how the kingdom of God functions through you. Because the kingdom of God is within us. Say the kingdom of God is within me. To know how things work in the kingdom. 
you must be able to know the mystery of the kingdom. But you see, the most amazing thing is that, it is, and he said unto them, unto you it is given to know. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Unto you is given, if you can just come forward. Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. Unto which people? Unto us. Say unto me, unto me. It is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. So I know the mystery of the kingdom. When they talk about the mystery, they talk about the secrets of the kingdom. There are kingdom secrets that are only known to the Christian. There are kingdom secrets that are only known to or by the Christian. However you put it. Kingdom secrets. But what is very important here is that there are kingdom secrets. So, Christianity is not just, I go to church, I can pray so much, I go to church, I, I, Papa says we should pray every 12, and I've just been praying every 12, Papa even said I should pay my tithe, and now I've been paying my tithe, Papa said I should even give a new year's, now I gave my new year's, now Papa even, I don't even know what is left now that I have not done. Christianity is not just like that. Those words are words, are baseless words. Did you hear what I said? Business words means that words that are not anchored on God's word. You are only talking. The, did I write the scriptures? And this is in red. This is Jesus speaking. It's in red. Is it what? Red. It's in red. Do you have your King James Bible here or something? You see it in red. Or any Bible there. It's in red. That is Jesus himself speaking. That he said unto, them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. So there is a mystery, or there is a, the mystery of the kingdom of God. That somebody may not know, but unto us, it is given to us to know. What if it is given you, to you to know, but you decide not to know it? I think well, that's one of the problems with WCN. You watch in this nation. That's why other churches, I don't know what they teach them there. But one thing I'm very certain of is that here, we teach the word of God. But you can also decide not to know the mystery. And if you do not know the mystery, it means you can't apply, you wouldn't know what to do. A mystery is a hidden thing. It's a secret, something that is hidden from everybody but known to somebody. So that's what it means here when you use the word mystery. It says, but unto them that are without, that's the King James English, that is unto them that are outside the kingdom, all these things are done in parables. So it is not, you know, it's like what the scripture says that the preaching of the gospel is foolishness to the one who is not saved. The one who is not in church and is not born again, the things that concerns the word is foolishness to him. But the one that is saved, the things that concerns the gospel, the church, is wisdom to him. So it says, those that are without, all the things concerning the, wisdom, the, 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 the kingdom, and all the things we preach, and all the things we do, are all mysterious to the person. How can a man of God lay hand on a headache and it goes? Oh, no, 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 no. They have arranged them. Have you heard people say that before? Oh, this is not true. This, this is a drawing. This one is not a saw. It's a drawing. It's a drawing. The person cannot have this saw. How can a man of God speak and you get a job? No, 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 no. If you want to get a job, master, go to school, do this, do that, do this. 
It's not possible that all these people chasing men of God is because they are lazy. Have you heard people talk like that? They are talking based on where they are coming from. In John's writing, it says they are of the world. Therefore, they speak of the world. And the world heareth them. Or they speak like the world. He says, but we are of God. So we have a way we speak. The Bible says we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. That means that when we are speaking the word of God like this, when we say we are having a finance convention, oh, why don't they bring a banker to come and show us how to get money? Do, do, are you getting what I'm talking about? If you bring some banker, or if you go and bring somebody who is known in the world to be so rich, to come and tell us how he got rich. So that, that, that is what, how it works. Are you hearing something here? Yes, sir. So this we speak in, we speak the wisdom of God it's in a mystery. But thank God, it says, it's given to us to know, to have access, to have knowledge, to be aware of the mystery of the kingdom. So if you don't give yourself to knowing, you, you, look, at, look at the construction. See, I'm not in a hurry today. Are, are we in a hurry today? And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know. It is given to know. He didn't say it will be given to know. Unto you it is given to say it unto I is given to know. So he said unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. But unto them that are outside, all the things that we are talking about, that when you are born again you look like Christ, is a parable to them. What do you mean? When we speak in tongues, they come online and they write on the online page, oh, what are you saying? Do you even understand the language you are saying? You see, to them, they, we must understand the language we are speaking. See, what we are doing is foolishness to them. It's a parable to them. It's, a hid- it's something that is hidden. What is the meaning of magalagalagalagalagalagala? Ah, what is that? If you want to talk to just talk God, do, do you know I love you? Why all this magalagalagalagala? Why will you come to church on a Saturday? No, 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 no. Saturday is for funerals and other things. Is that not the truth? It's foolishness. Why should somebody even become a pastor? It's all because of money. It's money that is making all of them pastors. See, all the churches in, in, in Ghana, all the churches, if all these churches in Ghana, if all of them are really working hard. Have you heard people talk like that? Because everything about church is a parable to them. But thank God you know. Oh, thank God I know. Thank God I know. So the kingdom works on these secrets. Secrets derived from God's word. Secrets derived. Mysteries known by us. So what can put us ahead of our peers who don't take church serious are these mysteries that we give ourselves to and apply in our lives. These secrets. If you are there, shout glory to that. Who is following? You are following. Say, I'm following. Say, I'm following. So this is just all these things. is just so. These are all pack, pack, past 
parents who are stranded they are just after his death after their belly. They are after their what what do they even say it? Dog. They are after their belly or they are after what? And there are some Christians who believe that. Unfortunately. So it's true, oh, my pastor is just after my belly. All I have to do is Sunday, go to church, sit in my car, go to church, hear something, something, go back home. You don't have to spend, how do you spend all these, all these days in church, all these hours in church? You are spending all these hours in church. When you were coming from church, what did you bring? <laughs> uh, next time you tell the person, I brought pure water. <laughs> is that not strange? And it's because some of us too have made the word of God that we know of none effect. We have Christians. And I'm talking with just WCN. Now I'm not going somewhere else here. We have made it of none effect. Because when people don't see the reflection of the word in your life, they begin to question what you've been doing. The word of God must reflect in your life. I've said it before that until the word reflects in your health, reflects in your finances, reflects in other areas of your life, you don't let it go by. You don't let it slip. It may even be a prophetic word. I said the last, I said the end result of your life. The story has not been, we've not finished writing the story. Did I say it here? So as long as you are born again, we've not finished writing the story. It doesn't matter who has run ahead of you. You are not competing with the person who has run ahead of you. That's not Christianity. It's not when I'm competing with somebody. Christianity is being in your lane and making sure the word of God that you have received is made manifested in your own life for you and your family and your siblings and whoever you want to enjoy or your husband to enjoy. You do hear what I said? But there are Christians who can't think like this. Because they don't want to know the word of God. They think competitive. So they look at their friend in, in, in where? UK. They look at their friend in so and so place. They look at their friend in such, such and such place. They say, hey, Charlie, when you begin to tell yourself, it means that you lack the word of God concerning that. That's why you are telling yourself, did you hear what I said? There is nothing late when it comes to a person who is working with the word. There is no lateness. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know how many years somebody you are competing with will live on this earth? And do you know how many years you will live on this earth? So you see, life is not about who has gone first or who has gone last. Your Christian life it's about the word of God that, has, that is shaping you. That is going to be the reflection of whatever you want to see. As long as you are a person giving to the word of God, the, 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 the book has not ended. The script, we started writing. You started writing somewhere after school, 2008. But you've, not written, you've not written the end. The only one who can write the end is the Holy Spirit. If he has not written the end, you can still keep writing with the word of God. Did you hear what I said? 
So focus on the word of God. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Give yourself to God's word. We say it every time. Give yourself to God's word. Give your phone to God's word. Give it to God's word. I've said that poverty has never made an impact. And it will never make an impact. And and in life, your speed is determined by what is chasing you. Have you heard me say it over and over again? If an antelope is chasing you, you know how to run. Is that not true? If a cockroach is chasing you too, you know how to run. Many years ago, I was listening to Pastor Chris and he said, said, ministry is not a competition. And he said that you can be on the streets and see somebody building a house. You just be passing by. You do not know what kind of house he is building. When you read the Bible, it, it talks about Moses building his own house. Every minister of the gospel is building their own house in a way. In the spirit realm, they are all building their own houses. We are all. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then said, as you, as you pass by, maybe two people are building their different houses. Then you see this one is complete. Within one year, you say, hey, he's finished the house. But you do not know what kind of house the other one is building. It may be that the other one is building a tower. Because he's building a tower, he's supposed to invest so much time in the foundation, two of us. In the foundation. So he may spend three years just on the foundation. The other one is building a three-bedroom house. So within a year, he's completed. So when you are passing and you, don't, you do not know the end product or the end results or what is drawn on the plan, because you do not know you are just a passerby, in your mind, this one has gotten there quickly than this one. You have to come back after some years to realize that, oh, this one on the plan, he was building a three-bed, three-what? Three something, something. Is that true? Then this one too was building what? A tower. And that is why he took this one time to be where he is. And he took this one also the time he took the person where he is. So life is not a competition. You are building your own future through God's word. And you have faith in his word. You know that come what may, the finality of your life is the word. You did what I said. Is this not powerful? Is this not powerful? This is so important. A wordless Christian is a Christian without a future. A wordless Christian. You don't have any word. That's what I started mentioning from the old man. Abraham had a word from God. Is that not true? Joseph had a vision. Everyone had a word some way, somehow. Whether through a vision, through a prophetic utterance, or God speaking directly to Samuel. And all the others. Nobody, that's why I said, no one just, just walked with God as uh, working with God. No. There was a word. The word was supposed to give them the kind of life God was expecting to see in their lives. The Old Testament gave them the laws. So they know the kind of life he expects from them. 
and the kind of life they ought to experience, they live and experience. Now he's giving us this manual. Is that not powerful? Imagine I give you a manual on how to work on your phone and you throw the manual down. And every day I see you, I say, where is the manual? You are not reading the manual. You say, oh, I don't need the manual. Then we say, so, okay, so how do we take videos with that phone? You are now checking and see, checking. But there is the manual. You are now checking to see, to be very sure. Ah, no, this one is different from the other phone I used to use. You see? Then you check here. Okay, so where is the this in the phone? Then you are looking at it. That's why every item, even in the, in the mind of men, every item they ever invent or create comes with a manual. What is the purpose of the manual? To enable you easily, to be able to easily know the purpose of that item and how to use it. So if I put it aside, would I be in trouble? I will. Many Christians have put the word of God aside somewhere. God, do it for me. If you don't do it today, you are no longer my God. God, do it for me. And, and the point is, God is never moved. Do you know how many years God started living? That is if there is years. And do you know how many people God has lived and worked with? Countless. You are not the first. You will not be the last. So if you give God all the ultimatums and all the things, it will still not make him on God. Did you hear what I said? Some of you have given God ultimatums that he did it, nothing happened. There is nothing, you can't beat him. Come and say, God, I'm going to beat you today. The only thing you can do, people do, is just go out there and say, oh, God, all this thing, I don't even understand. You don't understand because you know not the scriptures. Jesus says, you err. You do what? E-R-R, you err. You make mistakes. You go astray. You do things that are not... When you are traveling and you don't have the right map, Google map takes, tells you go left. I'm going left. Meanwhile, Google map is taking you to the wrong place. Where will you end? You end in a... Somebody was coming to visit me some years ago. He ended in a bush. Amen. You don't have a clear direction. That's why we gave ourselves, but somebody was explaining throughout the years, the, 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 the months or whatever it is, the weeks, of the benefit of the word of God. The word gives you direction. The word is a lamp onto your feet. That is why. Some of you just say, Pastor Bert preaching. It's not Papa preaching. So it's not a message. And never listened. After today, but I should ask you, what message we preach on, that was preached on Sunday and who preached? Some of you will not be able to tell me here. But we have the whole week to Friday. You don't have the whole week to Friday. So it says you err because you know not the scriptures. You err. You go. You make mistakes. You'll be asking for direction. Challenge. Where do I pass now? You say go left. Where do I pass? I say go right. Where do I pass now? They say you ask somebody. Say, oh, I don't even know. I don't live in this area. I'm not very sure. Okay, ask the man. The man over there. You'll be asking, asking until you finally get to your destination. You are different from the one who knows where he's going. He says from Adenta, he knows that the road to Accra is through 37 and through whatever it is, and he's on his way. In fact, as he's in the car, have you realized that, can I share certain things with you? Are you hearing something? Have you realized that when you are leaving the church and you are going home, your mind and your focus is on, in the, on the house? 
as you are going. If you are driving, your mind is on that. Even if they are driving you, or you are using an Uber, or you are using whatever, your whole mind is how to reach home. When you are coming to church, your whole mind, you, you meet a lot of things on the way. Don't you meet a lot of way? You meet people who are selling things. You meet a total driver who wants to fight with you. You meet a mate who wants to keep your change. By the meet, meet, meeting of all of them, your mind is always set on the church auditorium where you are entering. Is that not true? Because you have a pictorial view of where you are going. That's what the word does. Gives you a view of how your business will, will become. If you heard something, shout glory to that. So we have, we have the secrets. It's given to us to know the secrets. And thank God for teachers and pastors who are always giving you the word of God. In fact, this should be one of the churches that, that, are, that is financially, we have financially buoyant people. This church. I didn't hear glory to that. Why are you, why are you still in the dreams or you have come home? You are, you are, in, the, you are in the reality. Come on, shout glory. This should be one of the ministries like that. And I speak, it's going to be like that in Jesus' name. Your life will be unexplainable. I said your life will be unexplainable. So powerful. So give your attention to the word of God. I don't know. I'm so, I don't know, but to me, that, I, 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 I say this every time because I'm so sure. I'm so, I've seen challenges. I still see challenges. I'm so sure. I will be so sure that we're a female. Oh, a male. Have you been so sure? You are so sure. That is what the word does to you. It, it doesn't mean that you don't see a challenge. It says the one that is built, that is founded, that receives the word of God, like the one who is founded on a rock. Is that what it says? When it said it's founded on the rock, it's so important. Is this important? It says it's founded on the rock. You know, a building that is founded on the, on the rock is, is really founded. But even though it's, it's really founded, it has roots. It has foundation. It says the winds came. Did the winds come? It says the winds came. And the storms came. It didn't say the air came. It's a difference between the wind and the air. Is there no difference? Who did some biology here? Also, what? Chemistry. Which one is that? What is that? Face it, eh? And the winds came. And the storms came. But the building was still standing. The storms couldn't change the building. The building changed the storms. Did you hear what I said? So, make sure your life, your marriage, your finances are fully funded on the word of God. Don't let somebody talk you out of that. Don't let your experience talk you out of that. Don't let what God has, where God has placed you, the Christian that God increases. And once he increases them, they leave the will of the word of God in their lives. Oh, now I'm there. Now I'm there. No. You are still not there. Until he says you are there. 
Come on, shout glory to that. You see, who heard what I just said right now? Is that powerful? Kingdom prosperity or the kingdom person doesn't live his life on the system of the world. The kingdom person doesn't live his life on the... There's the system of the world. There is the system of the world. The kingdom person doesn't live his life on the system of the world. If you have been saying the economy is hard, don't say that again. I said what? Don't say that again. If your friends are saying, they say, no, 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 don't say this around me. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> is that not strange? So the kingdom person lives his life on, not on the, the system of the world, not on the scarcity of the world. Not what? Not for survival. There's what we call in school, all of us know, the survival syndrome. Everybody is living to survive. And even within the church, you can see that. Also, some of you don't come to church on Wednesday. It's a survival syndrome mentality. Shall I have to survive? If I go to church with the man of God, give me money. I have to survive. Did you hear what I said? The Christian doesn't live his life to survive. The Christian lives on the blessings of Abraham. The kingdom system is the blessing. The Abrahamic blessing is the kingdom system. Don't worry, we, we will get to know that children are here. So how would they, those online know that we have children here? Come on, shout glory. glory. And these are the future billionaires of, of WCM. Shout glory. Who is following what I'm teaching here? We are not living to survive. Did I say that? The Christian is not living to survive. We are living in the Abrahamic blessings. We are blessed with faithful Abraham. We are living to be a blessing. Did you hear the two? So one is living to survive. Another is living... To be a blessing. He says, I will bless you, God speaking to Abraham, and make you a blessing. He didn't say, I will bless you and you will survive. You do hear what I said? So if your whole life and pursuit in this life is how to survive, you may end up never being a blessing, even though you are blessed. Why? Because if that is what is regulating you, that is what that will, that will be the results you get. The results don't just happen in the kingdom. It's not, it's not, there is a time where we, I'm, trying to, I'm not giving a results. There is a time where we minister to you and you have results. That is there. I'm talking about when you can, in one day to come, look at your life and see the kind of results you were always after. Not just that Papa ministered to me. Oh, I'm going to minister to me. No. That is at a level. That's at a level. That's why when you see me preach every and teach everything, I talk about this thing. There's a level like that. 
But you can't stay at the I can't stay at the level everybody every day somebody must minister to me or at the point in time when I have a challenge, somebody must minister to me. No. I have to win in that challenge. I have to win. That is what makes demons recognize some of us. When you've won too much, all the demons see you coming in. This one will pass in, that one will pass in. When you've not, you've not challenged any demon before, the demon will keep coming to you. You say, when I had the thing, this person came. I was holding a loaf of bread. He, he came and broke it. He also broke some. And then, when I had the thing, somebody came to the house. He opened the gate. He started shooting, shooting. And he shot my arm. And I, when I tell you, <laughs> we are asking Christians the kind of dreams they have. You'll be shocked. Did you hear what I said? That's why you see Christians. The Holy Ghost fire. Yesterday I was meditating. I, in my area there, I just heard some Holy Ghost fire. I said, who is that Holy Ghost? Who are those people Holy Ghost firing at this time? By this time, the man of God has told them that you don't Holy Ghost fire. So in the mentality of the person, he must, every day they go to church, they must Holy Ghost fire. So that one day the fire will reach the the witch somewhere. See, one day the fire will reach that witch or wizard. And then their life will be free. Allegodosh. You want to talk like this? I'm talking scriptural. I'm not talking critically. You know, this one is the man of God. He's just criticizing. I'm talking, I want your attention to come on certain things that are not very necessary and the things that are very necessary. If every day you do Holy Ghost fire because of the demon, then the Jesus coming was useless. Did you hear what I said? Well, let me just stay, that, stay there. I'm just going to give you some examples there. So you realize that Jesus, for this cause, the Son of Man or the Son of God was made manifested that he might render impotent the works of the devil. That is the scripture. Has he rendered it? Yes. What do I do? I enforce the victory in his name. There is no Holy Ghost fire involved in this. This is in the name of Jesus. All demons come out of this place. That is all. That is if there is a demon. Sometimes you can even see a demon and let him relax. He himself will go. Oh, have you seen a demon and made a demon relax a little bit? You see, you've been, you see demon, you say, Mr. Demon, you have been moving to and fro. Have a seat. And rest. Do you know you can do that? Yes, sir. Do you believe you can do that? Yes, sir. If you don't believe, it means that in the area of authority, you lack knowledge. That is what I'm telling you. Why you see there is some kind of fear somewhere? There is a, there's an, there's an element of ignorance there. There, there, is, there is, you see, when you when you drink a bottle of water and it is water, it's like this. You know, essentially, so we have some you. When it's full to you know. So if you drink and it's small, what do you do? You go and fetch more. Oh, am I showing you certain things today? Is this not a church? If I go to US, I'll become big. At least I have a lot of things to share with people. Ghana, Ghanaians, it looks like I just have a tremor in Abrophobia. Monte de Canada. Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that true? There's an element. 
You are so conscious of authority. You are so conscious of power. I'm not looking for power. Did you hear what I said? It's not that I'm looking, oh, the man of God is fasting. He's looking for power. No, I'm not looking for power. I said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Is that what he says? Then he says, unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that he asks or things, according to his power at work in you. Those that is scripture, that scripture must be must be like your name to you. What are we desiring? The manifestation of the spirit. That is not power. It's a difference. On Wednesday, I said something very powerful here. I know where Godwin was the one who caught it. But I want to do cut it there about the presence of the spirit. Very powerful. But I just didn't catch it. It's time to remember. Shout glory. glory. So you see, the kingdom, we are in the kingdom, we are programmed. We are living in the Abrahamic blessings. Now, the results of the Abrahamic blessings is prosperity and success. Good success. The results. So we are, even though we are walking in the Abrahamic blessings, the results of the Abrahamic blessing is prosperity and good success. Did you hear what I said there? It's prosperity and good success. That is the results of the Abrahamic blessings. The scripture says we are blessed with faithful labor. We say it every time that we are not going to bless now. When we come to it, we pronounce blessings. It's a requirement that the priest, the prophet, the man of God pronounces blessings in the congregation. That's one of the benefits of meeting in church. Congregational blessing. Being pronounced by the person who is in charge. And that has its role. But you see, legally, we are blessed with faithful Abraham. And God's expectation concerning anyone that is blessed is to prosper and have good success. Did you hear that? is to prosper and have good success. And if you are working in Abrahamic blessing, like I said earlier, it means that you are blessed to also be a blessing. Not to survive. So change your perspective of just wanting to survive. Now, your actions even show that you just want to survive. Your actions show. In church, you can see people say, your actions show. That you come to church late and go to work early is an action that shows. I'm going to be showing you certain things very, very important on prosperity. That is not just giving. Because you see, the Bible says that the word of God is the descender of the intents of the heart, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The Bible says that the word of everything is opened. This one of, that's one of my favorite scriptures. That everything is opened unto him that we have to do with. That means that when it comes to the Holy Spirit, you can't hide something from him. If you were in the corner yesterday night, whilst we were praying, doing something wrong, the Holy Ghost knows before you came. So, it says everything is opened unto him. And your actions speak volumes. You come to that as we, as we, your actions speak volumes. 
I've met Christians who say that God knows my heart. God knows my heart. When you are rebuking them, or you are telling them the right thing, they say, God knows my heart. Have you, heard, have you met Christians like that? Oh, I said, have you, heard, have you met Christians like that? Or you even tell them, you don't come to church. You say, oh, you know I want to come to God knows my heart. Have you heard Christians like that? God knows your heart. In fact, he lives in your heart if you are born again. So he lives in your heart. So he knows your heart. But he knowing your heart alone is not enough. Your actions are important. So the Bible says, by him actions are weighed. After he knowing your heart, he weighs your actions. Whether what is in your heart corresponds to what you are doing. Maybe what you are doing is contrary to what is in your heart. Or what is in your heart is contrary to what you do. So by him, actions are weighed. He weighs actions. He does what? He weighs actions. He weighs actions. He watches that action and weighs it. And even weighs the motive behind the action. Even as a prophet, sometimes I can tell the motive behind somebody's action. As a prophet, I can tell that this the motive behind this one. For instance, some, some people want to when you say steady the word, they don't steady. We are praying, they don't pray. If what do you do? So I'm a cameraman in the church. In their minds, once I'm doing the camera, God will also open the door for me. So I'm a Sunday school teacher. Once I'm doing the Sunday school, God will also open the door for me. It's like you are, you are, to you, what you are doing is like a transaction. Have you done a transaction before? You, you, are, you are like men's gold. See, the reason for you, you are, you are, you are putting money in the, in, the, in the Sunday school to receive returns. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Do the right action. Don't just talk about your heart. If I stay in the house and say, oh, God knows my heart, and I want everybody in church to prosper. Would that be enough? You have to do something. You have to do. You have to act. When you catch a thief, the thief will say that uh, will say, tell you that oh, it's the devil. It's the devil. Is that not true? So it's not just about your heart. Having a good heart is important. But there is a fruit that comes from that heart. That is the action that you do. Shout glory to that. Glory. Whatever I just said right now. Two headed shout glory. glory. Shout powerful. Wow. You see, so God wants us to manifest the blessings of Abraham. I say we are living in the blessings of we are all living in the blessings of. In fact, we are not we are not saying I am in your presence, Lord. Bless me now. I am in your presence. No. We are blessed. Say, I'm blessed already. already. They which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. And that Abrahamic blessing is on us. We are actually living in that blessing. But the Spirit of God expects us to manifest that blessing. Or to create that environment where that blessing is being manifested or is being manifested. Did you hear what I just said? 
hear that something, they shout glory. glory. Who wants to manifest some blessings? And I'm saying that the blessing enables you to prosper and to have good success. To prosper and have good success. Sometimes people say the uh, men of God are preaching on prosperity and all that. And I think that is because we don't understand the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham or the Abrahamic blessings prospers and produces good success. And you can see God's heart when it comes to the blessing because he started from the garden. And the Lord blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Who has seen that in the scriptures before? After Adam was created, the blessing was pronounced. Adam messed up. He went to look for a descendant of Noah, Abraham, and said, Abraham, you are the blessed Abraham. Through you, all nations will be blessed. Now, if God is so concerned about the blessing to the point where after Adam messed up, he still looked for Abraham to place that blessing on Abraham so that through Abraham, all nations or all those who believe in Abraham will also experience the blessings of God on Abraham. Now, if you have listened to my message on what message is that? The blessing of Abraham, eh? What's the, what's the, what's the title? The Abrahamic blessings. If you have listened to it, I explained the blessings, so I'm not going to go into that now. What you should do is to go back and listen to it again. And again. And again. And you'll be blessed. Shout glory. glory. You'll be walking in blessings. You'll be attracting good success. You'll be attracting prosperity. Prosperity is very important. Success is also important. Good success. Why is it important? Because poverty has never made an impact. Has poverty made an impact in your life before? Or in your friend's life before? Or it has made an impact in your pocket before? Say, I'm not poor. I'm not poor. I can't be poor. Say, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be broke. And the truth is that no Christian is poor. That is the legal truth. Because Jesus was made poor or tasted poverty that all of us who believe in him might be made rich. So when we talk about somebody is going to do something for the church, don't look at somebody else. Am I I sharing something with you? Don't say yes, pastor, and go and sit down and remain the same. I think that is the problem that I'm having in WCN. Yes, pastor, and remain the same. Your mind must change. When we say somebody should buy an air condition, in your mind, you are, you are looking at somebody else to do that. He has the capacity to do it. You don't have the capacity. The blessings of Abraham is the capacity. Ah. <laughs> you know what I said? So change that mindset of looking at somebody else who has to do it. You, you can't do. If you live like that, you'll never be able to do you will never be able to do what somebody is doing, either for the church or for the kingdom. You will never. Because you have programmed your mentality to think based on whatever work you are doing now or whatever salary you are receiving now. So you say, your salary is not so bad, I control your condition. It's just a salary, you can do that. She works here and here and here. 
That is not the truth. That is the fact. That is what? Go and listen to my message on the power of the truth. <laughs> Shout power of a man of God. Go to the book of Psalms. Are you hearing something you want to pray right now? Psalm 45, verse 1 to 5. If you sleep here, I'll give you a bench. A special bench to sleep on. What do you guys think? Can you bring a bench from outside? I will give you a chair at the back and then you sleep. Skalakatoch. <laughs> Psalm 45, from verse 1 to 5. So I'm walking in prosperity. I'm walking in increased finances. I'm walking in the Abrahamic blessing. It is God's will for me to prosper. It's God's will for me to have good success. I wonder when people make it look like it is not God's will for the Christian to prosper. And the quote scriptures, the love of money is the root of all evil. And all of that. They say the Christian must not prosper. No, we must be poor and go to heaven. Is that not strange and powerful? But I don't want to go into that today. I'm just teaching my teaching. Say, teach your teaching, teach your teaching. The Bible says, I wish above all things that you prosper. You know, God thinks about us. Don't you think God thinks about us? When I read the Bible, it's like, why would Abraham mess up the pronouncement, the blessing? And God will still look for another man. Why will Adam mess up the blessing? And God will look for another man. And give him the blessing. And this particular time, do it in such a way that through that same, that man, anyone who is connected to that man will experience the same blessings that man experienced. Abraham. Maybe one day we must do a character studies on Abraham. My heart is indicting the good. So when he says, I wish above all things that you prosper. And you be in health. Just think about it. Are you in church? Yes, sir. He says, I wish above everything other thing, everything. Or any other thing. That you prosper. That you be in health. He knows what it means for you to be sick and not be able to go to church or go to work or to be paralyzed and be lying down. This before we have not a high priest who is not touched with the feeling of our infirmities. So you see, he knows what it means, how handicapped and how cruel, how handicapped the person can be because of sickness. And how cruel sickness is, or sickness is, diseases. Even chest pain alone. Every day you, you are just doing like this, chest pain, headache. When you are lying down, your head is on your pillow, small, small, small. Come on, headache. Say, come on, headache. He knows the, the pain. So he says, I wish above all things. That's God, God's 
how, how good God is that you prosper. He knows what it means when you don't have money and you can't get out of your room. He understands that. You didn't hear what I said? So he says, I wish that you prosper. Say, if you don't prosper, you'll be so handicapped. Financially, you have to be calling, calling people. You have to be begging, begging people. Because you'll be handicapped financially. You are financially disabled. (laughs) Come on, shout glory. So he says, I wish above all things that you prosper. I wish, Pastor Obe, I wish that you prosper. God is speaking to you. The word of God is God speaking to me. He says, I wish, Pastor Obe, that you prosper. Some people say he's talking about spiritual prosperity. That is not. He says, even as your soul prospers. That is spiritual prosperity. The prosperity of the soul. But he's talking about material prosperity. How do I know that he thinks about that? Because before he created Adam, he has set a garden. When we're in school, they say there's five what, basic necessities of life or something like that. It's still the same because now things have changed. Is that not true? Things have changed so far, far that the people, so much that now the people who are going to school, I think they are learning too much that sometimes you don't even know. The planet is no longer what? It has now entered 12 or 10 or something. It's just going somewhere. Where is the planet to be 50? Things have changed. But God provided shelter for Adam. Provided clothing for him. Provided food for him in Genesis. All the necessities that he that was required, that he needed, he provided it there. In the garden. Gave him a garden to dress it. Even gave him a job to do. So he still the ground, dress the garden. Name those animals. Whatever name you give them, is so. Gave him cloth. The cloth was God's glory around him, around them. When he messed up, God had to sew some skin around them. Told them what they should eat so that there will be food every day for him. Is God not good? Tell me. God is good. Lift up your right and say, God is good. God is good. He thinks about our well-being. He thinks about our well-being. And he wants us to prosper. He wants us to enjoy prosperity. He wants us to do things for him. The poor man is handicapped. The Bible says, we're going to say, the poor man's voice is not heard. Not because he doesn't have wisdom. He's just not heard. Why? Because poverty makes, makes people devalue you. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. You write it down. I'm, 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 I'm. So if you are, you are in that habit or action of promoting poverty, you see, these are people are in the habit of promoting poverty. Pastor, have you messaged people before? Then the habit of promoting poverty. You've not messaged people, and let me tell you what they do. When we say, we are all making a contribution. No, 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 I don't have money. You are promoting poverty. You are doing what? No, 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 I don't have money. You are promoting poverty. When we all say we are doing something, that has to do with finances. 
and it will bring blessing. You only you you do you bring yourself. Why are you not coming to church? I don't have enough money to pick a car and come to church. You may never have enough money, oh master. Don't think that you wake up with enough money in your bag and that enough money will let you come to church every week. So you are, I'm trying to tell some of the actions. With God, eh? actions are weighed. Actions are weighed. If God says, Abraham, leave your father's house. And he said, God knows my heart, I want to go, but how do I leave my father's house? Abraham would have remained there till Jesus, till the rapture. He said, Abraham, leave your father's house. Actions are with. What did James say? He said, show me your, your works by your faith. Don't say you have faith and be sitting down. Faith has works attached to it. And that is, that's action. God told Noah, oh, I meditated on Hebrews chapter 11 to one day. My father was, telling, was calling me Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11. God told Noah, I said, Noah, build me an ark. I'm going to come to destroy this whole earth realm with a flood. Was there rain? No, was there rain? Abraham had never seen a rain before. No rain. No clouds gathering. That Abraham would say, hey, it's coming to rain. What was God expecting? Action. No sign. Just a word. Action. Action based on the word of God. Not action based on your circumstance. If you are acting based on your circumstance and your situations, you are, you are opening your door to poverty. Action based on the word of God. I can't give. I'm going to give something. I have to give something. You didn't hear what I said? Yes, if it is giving, I'm talking about if it's giving, I have to give something. If it is prayer, I have to pray. The way you are doing yourself some way, some way, it's like I, as for me, I don't have, the, the availability is not there, you know, pastor, you know, the, and all those excuses. It's a channel of poverty you are creating without knowing. If Abraham had said, I can't, I can't do anything. Look at uh, 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 Noah. Look at how old I am. Now even you said, when will the flood come? Okay, when the flood is about to come, just prompt me, sir. Couldn't he have said that? He could have said that. He could have said that uh, as old as I uh, where will I go and look for all these blocks to build an ark? What if I finish even building the ark with all these measurements? Hey, this is not small measurement. Too. He could have given all the excuses that we give. But no. As God said, Abraham, leave your father's house. Abraham packed his things. Lord said, I'll follow. Say, follow me. Saga, will you also go? Let's go. Leave your father's house was leave your father's house to a land that I will show you. Not leave your father's house to uh, or leave your father's house to Somalia. It says, leave your father's house to where I will show you. These things are, am I sharing certain things with you? These things are written for our learning. Leave your father's house to where I will show you. So leaving your father's house, where am I going? To where I will show you. Hey God, where am I going? Abraham, to where I will show you. And he left. The Bible says he left not knowing where he was going. Noah, build me an ark. Yes, sir. These are the measurements. Yes, sir. Whether there are trees in the forest or there are no trees, I'm going to look for those trees you've talked about. And he gave them, he gave him specifications. He didn't just say, go and look for any tree in your area, your compound. Oh, the one in your compound is enough. And the man moved. We will come to that. So certain laws I'll talk about. The law of prompt action. We will come to, we'll come to it. That's why we are in sections. 
But listen, this is so important. Actions. So whilst you are busy giving yourself excuse, you may think you are doing the man of God who is giving you the instruction or is overseeing you. But you are creating the path and the channel for the, for the Spirit of God not to be able to do what His Word says must be done in your life. You are the one creating it. So you say, Holy God, you have disappointed me. You are the one who has disappointed God in your actions. Did you hear what I said? This is so important. So important. Actions are very important. The guy moved and built the ark over almost whatever years it took and built the ark. And the Bible says, by that act, he saved eight souls. Look at the number of people that were on earth. He saved eight souls. He saved his own household. So when God was saying, build an ark, God was trying to save Noah's household from being this, from perishing. Did you catch the picture? Oh, you didn't catch the shadow of glory to that. When God was telling him, build an ark, in the mind of God, this ark is for your household. Your own household. So some of the things you are doing is for your household. And that some of the things you have decided not to do because you are giving excuses is for your own household. And you will be shocked. The results. Carlos, are you here? If you heard something, shout glory there. So actions are important. Your actions speak. They speak. Your actions speak volumes to God. Prince, do it 21 days fasting. Yes, I'll do it. When will you do? One day when they'll do it. You can't get me like that. Come and teach this message. I'll do it one day. One day, sir. No, 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 no. If you want to see, if you want to be familiar with God or God to be familiar, if you want to familiarize yourself with God, learn that. To do what God tells you to do. To be part of what will create the channel for the blessings. The problem is not with the blessings now. We are not begging for blessings. The manifestation of the blessings. If you heard what I said, shout glory. God weighs a lot of things that you don't know. It's not just your heart, your actions. You may never see certain results in your life because of certain actions. Did you hear what I said? It's not just a mentality. Your actions. If action is not important, will you say, will he tell you to go and look for the ant and watch the, observe the ant? Is the ant sitting down saying, they know my heart? They know. Is that what he's saying? When God revealed to Peter where he should go to, or revealed to Peter, and then told Ananias, or Cornelius, and Cornelius sent his, whatever he sent to Peter, Peter arose and just followed. Two of us. Paul got all the experience he got. After the experience and all that, he moved into action. When they checked, he was in Arabia. He had gone to the Gentiles. Lord, when will you send me to the Gentiles? No. He had already spoken to him. He moved straight. Action. Say action. Say action. 
When he says separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas, the Bible says that after all the prayers, they made them go with nothing. Go, go and do something, go and do ministry. If they are sat down waiting, nothing would have happened. So check your excuses for not acting. Check it. Check your excuses for not acting. Check it. Some of us can do everything. When it comes to God, we can't do. You are creating a poverty channel for yourself. The Spirit of God is not a wind. The Spirit of God is not a what? Is it a wind? Is it a wind? The Spirit of God is God and He is a person. You can never see manifestation of blessing without the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is your parent. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost is your parent. He's your first spiritual parent before your man of God or your woman of God. Your man of God and your woman of God are your spiritual parents. They are not your colleagues. And the Holy Ghost is your spiritual parent. <laughs> well, what I said there. It's so important. If you have caught something there, it's so important. Because it's your spiritual parent, he watches over you. So he knows. Now, if I'm coming to church, in my mind, the Holy Ghost knows I've left my home and I'm coming to church. If I'm in the car, in my mind, the Holy Ghost knows I'm in this car. And I, in fact, we are in the car coming together. If you have that consciousness, even lie, you'll not be able to lie. Lie to your leader, lie to your pastor, lie to whoever is talking. Oh, it's not like that. I, I had so much cold. All oh, my nose was. That's why. That's why. Continue. Until the day where we will come to that very soon. Where you really require this thing. Then you'll be looking at you and nodding his head. Now you are looking for it here. God, when will you do it? The God who will do it is the same Holy Ghost who has been watching your steps. And seeing that, oh, yeah, I was sorry for you. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to make it so practical. Some of you can never lie to your boyfriend or your husband or your wife. You can never lie. You are so scared to lie, but you can lie in the presence of the Spirit. Can you lie in the presence of the Spirit by all us? <laughs> can lie in the presence of the Spirit. Once we are all here, you can still lie. That, those things create certain channels. Channels. Psalm 45. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, Today I'm giving you all that I can give you. So just take it. Say, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm receiving all. Sunday, Pastor Bear talked about rebuke. Rebuke. Correction. The word of God is for correction. It's for rebuke. Is it for rebuke? Open 
Bible says is better than a secret love. Open rebuke. You have done what is wrong. That is what Samuel did with Saul. So you have done what is wrong. Open rebuke. Saul said, what have I done wrong? He didn't accept it. What have I done wrong? I have not done anything wrong. We went to war and we saw some of those things and we picked some of the gold and all that. We said we were coming to use it to do sacrifice. And why do I hear the, the sound of goats and sheep? Oh, and that one too, this one too, it was fire. said, you have done foolish thing. We went again. Samuel was delaying. It wasn't in his capacity to give a sacrifice as a king. Saul, the king. But he thought, oh, Samuel is delaying. And all the people, these are lessons. See, the word of God is so broad and we learn a lot. We have learned a lot of things from the word of God. Not as a preacher. I just learned it. You learn some of these things. Sometimes the pressure of the church can make you go against God. Even as a minister of the gospel. No, people say that you've not come to my house. Why won't you come to your house? They say, they, no, no, people want to give you pressure to do what they want. No, 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 no. Man of God is not pressured by it. No, 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 no. The people couldn't give Jesus pressure to go and heal Lazarus of his sickness. Why didn't he just wake up and say, Lazarus is my friend, let me go and heal him? Saul did the same. The congregation, the people of Israel were giving him pressure. He looked at the pressure and went to sacrifice. Samuel came. Samuel came late. The man, ah, shout glory be to Jesus. Say glory be to Jesus. If you are, if you are hearing something, give me a and shout glory. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I've said a lot of things about actions. 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 Actions to me is very important. Action is very important. The man of God intentionally delayed. He delayed. They were going for war. And the people, the enemies had come. The enemies were ready for battle. The people of Israel and the armies were not ready. Why? They were waiting for their prophet. Where is this prophet? He's not coming. Some in the congregation are not just what happened. It's the same thing. By this time, he's not even left the house. I know him. Prophet Samuel is like that. And so I was hearing all of that. Was hearing all of that. They were talking, congregating, talking. Until Saul said, Okay, even me, I've forgotten I've been anointed by someone himself. Come on, bring it and let's do the sacrifice. Immediately he finished the sacrifice. That's why God is principled. Why is it principled? Because the king does not have the capacity to offer such a sacrifice. But at least God could have considered that the enemy was here. It was just a circumstance that is a circumstance. God did not consider any circumstance <laughs> out of his mercy. <laughs> Shout glory to that. Glory. Who is hearing what I'm saying? And then Samuel came late. In fact, Samuel came at a time right after Saul had sacrificed. Samuel came after Saul's sacrifice. Samuel appeared there. He just came there. And saw them sacrifice. What is happening here? He says, Prophet Paul, Prophet Saul, it's not, Prophet, you see, it's not me. And people were giving me pressure. And you know, the enemy too is just at the corner. They're about to invade us. Someone said, We have done a foolish thing. From today, 
the kingdom has been taken away from you to someone else who deserves it. Exchange. It was David. David made a mistake. When they told him, now I said, I've made a mistake. It's a rebuke. I, I made a mistake. Don't talk. Don't bother yourself. Just like I'm lying down. Mistake. Everything I would do, I would do. Open rebuke. So when we, when we rebuke, some of you are leaders, we rebuke on the page. You see us rebuking. You always say, yes, sir, that. Because you want to act goody. So that it becomes like only Papa who is talking. Meanwhile, we have all agreed that at 9 o'clock we will be here. Is that not true? Then 9 o'clock you are not here. Then 12 you are not here. And then Papa posts it on the page that you are not on this thing. You are, you are disobedient. You are a disobedient son. So you are not on this page. Then Brother Wallace sees it. Then Brother Wallace reads it and says, And puts it in his pocket. Because he doesn't want to be bad. Oh, Pastor Obed does the same. Oh, I don't want to talk. No, no. You are creating certain channels you don't know. You are creating. That was what Saul did. Mistake. David. Moses. In fact, Moses, the meekest of them. Moses was regarded that God said, I speak to Moses face to face. It means that I, I stand there like this and Moses stand there and we are talking about issues. Face to face. Then God tells Moses, Moses, go and speak to the rock. The people of Israel are very, they are, they are too rebellious. But you, when you go, speak to the rock. Then the people of Israel said, you Moses, you've got us here. We are even testing. We are testing. Look at how many years we've been working with you. We are not seeing anything. Even if you, if you don't take it, if you joke, we will leave the ministry. We are going back to where there is garlic. Is that not what they said? We will go back to Egypt. That's what many Christians do. We will leave the ministry and go. Then when they go, uh, they don't, I've said it before, I think when they see that progress, the spirit or something, they don't know that you are going, is going with the same spirit. You rebelled here. You rebelled here. You are going to another church to act good there. You are a rebel. You, you are forgiving, but you are a rebel. Because there are certain forgiveness and the spirit of God will forgive you. But you must go back and ask that man of God for forgiveness. Now it's not just uh, 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 you remember Jay your eyes James chapter something something who remembers that message <laughs> Jay your eyes but Moses made that mistake now how can such act cost him the promised land God said that you have, you have God said that you have disrespected me before the people when did Moses disrespect him when God told him when you go speak to the rock when he went, he took the rod and used the rod. Bayan. And the results still came. Results came. The water still gushed out. But between him and God, something had gone, gone on wrong. I said, speak. He used the rod. Action has been weighed. With all the things that Moses did, 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 did. He said, you shall not go to the promised land. Go to the mountain and wait. That is where we will bury you. Up to today, nobody knew who did his funeral. Nobody may bury you now. But the consequence, you may not be able to take it. Under grace. Under grace. The Bible says, who for one muscle of meat. So, sometimes we, it says that be sure that you don't fail. I have messages on grace. I've not preached. Eh? I'll preach it very soon. Don't worry. Say, preach it, sir. Preach it, sir. I can preach till this, the rapture. What do you guys think? 
can preach the rapture. But you think about it. He says that make sure you do not fail of the grace of God. So a Christian can fail of the grace of God. That's why when people say grace, say, grace is the outer. Don't sit down and say, oh, grace is there. I can do anything. He says, make sure you, you, you don't fail of the grace of God. Then he gives an example, like Esau. He says, who for one morsel of meat? The guy was, Esau was the one to enjoy the birthright. He says, for one morsel, when he went to Jacob and he said, listen, Jacob, I'm so hungry. And Jacob said, well, I don't have food. It was an interaction between two persons. But God was watching all. The eye of the Lord moves to and fro. If you, if you are hearing something, shout glory. When I preach on prosperity, I normally talk about how God is watching us. See, He's not watching from heaven. heaven. He's watching from our midst. He's here. Did you hear what I said? So when he was giving his birthright and telling his brother that, you don't worry, what, what is birthright? What is birthright? I'm hungry, you say birthright. Give me the food and let me eat. And you take my birthright. So now, in reference to that action between two brothers, it says that, make sure you do not end like Esau, who because of a muscle of meat sold his birthright, who because of an argument said, I'm no longer going to be in this church again. Who, because he was rebuked, said, I'm not me, I'm, I'm church, I'm not part of church. For one muscle of meat, he sold his birthright and reaped the consequences. Make sure you don't fail of that grace. That's what the Bible instructs us. Actions, when he was selling his birthright, it's no action. God, God judged it based on action. So it's so powerful. I've given you a lot of examples. I've got to give you a lot of examples. Write it down. I'm speaking to you as a father who speaks to his child. My prayer is that every one of us will do well the same way God wants us to do. What is the essence of gathering poor people in you? Do you know what that means? Have we not gathered poor people before? Huh? I say that we gathered poor When I say poor persons, I'm not talking about the fact you don't have money. You are blessed. We gathered people from the slums who came to... We saw the consequence. Didn't we see it? We enjoyed it. Poverty mentality. So I know what it means to bring people that they can't even fuel a bus for you. Huh? We gather people in church where the people came to church and we have to buy spray and spray the church. Is that not true? No, is that not true? Well, as you remember that. <laughs> Maybe you don't remember now. <laughs> Dog, is that not true? We have to spray the room. Get what? Perfume. And spray the room so that we can have uh, correct what? Smells in the room. We know what it means. How much is sure that we have to now buy spray and spray a church auditorium? Because when these people enter, you, even you, the preacher, you have to hold your nose. So we know what poverty <laughs> Is that not true? I refuse, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to, I refuse to think poverty. I, to think I said it many years ago. I said poverty mentality is satanic slavery. Poverty mentality is satanic slavery. The mentality itself is slavery. Mentality. 
for me. I can't do that one. No, it's not my, in my. I'm not. It's not me. It's this person who can do. Let's talk to this person and see. No, it's wrong. Say, look at someone. Say, Papa says that is wrong. When it comes to we are all doing something, say I can also do something. I can buy banana. I can buy banana. I can I can do what? Buy banana. A perfect thing. I cannot be able to give this 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 you are talking about. I can buy water. Don't give yourself with you. They've done the contribution. I'm behind. I'm just giving some example. I'm just behind. Oh, even me, they didn't involve me. No. That's why when I'm talking about money, I talk even to the point of even five five CD can buy sachet water. Sachet is that you can't buy sachet water? Can't buy sachet water now. Alright. Maybe I'm living the economy of the kingdom, so I don't know what is happening here. If you are there, shout glory to that. But we heard what I just said on actions. 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 Some of the people don't understand. They say, what is delaying my life like this? Actions. Because your action is delaying. Your action is delaying. You are making your leaders talk, 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 talk. Don't, don't read it. Whatever is of God. I'll come to that in another section. Whatever, what, wherever you hear God, get involved. Wherever you hear God, that is, that you know that you are left, get involved. This has to do with God. This has to do, that was what Esther was trying to do. Me, I'm in a king palace. <laughs> I'm not part of it. Mm. If you are there, shall go. I said something there. Lift up your right hand, shout glory. glory. Shout powerful. powerful. Say, I'm hearing some truths today. Some truth today. Am I sharing certain things with you? Yes, sir. Nobody forces me to pray. I've been praying from 11 o'clock to 5, sometimes 5.30. 11 to 5. Nobody forces me. No, you don't, you can't, don't have to, for, I don't have to be motivated. I don't have to. And I said it yesterday, I said the LOF executive or LOF ladies, we should ask you what you have picked for me. Because if you work with somebody, all the persons I work with have picked things for me. You must be able to pick something. If you work with mommy and call her mommy and you can't pick any, you've not picked anything. Madam, shouldn't I say it today? You should look at what have I picked. Maybe I've picked some. You don't have to pick a gift. You should pick something. Every week, Wednesday to Friday, mommy is fasting dry. What have you picked? Says to says, you can't do. Prayer, you can't pray. What have you picked? You've not picked anything. So these are all things we must talk about. Pick something. Look at mommy and pick. Don't pick dresses. I've said people don't, don't pick dresses. As a man of God, woman of God, they will, a man of God, woman of God has a, a what? A heart to give. You, you, unless it's not genuine, you have a heart to give. You've already given. Any genuine man of God has a heart to give. Any, no, no genuine man of God is after you falling down. Say, I, if they fall down, they, if I fall, then they'll be laughing. <laughs> the man of God will be laughing. What mentality do you have that you think that if you if you are falling, you will be laughing? <laughs> so pick something. Dog, haven't you picked something? Pick something. Pick fasting. Pick prayers. Pick something. <laughs> Shout glory. Pick something. 
I just, I just said this in passing. This, this is an instruction. Pick something from mommy. Don't just say, mommy, she wears nice wig. Hey, mommy, she, she dresses like this. <laughs> Mommy's clothes. Hey, mommy. Those are not things to pick up. Pick things. Pick spiritual things. I think I've said it. Was that the one who said it? Or you're the one who said it? One of the teachings. But if you don't, don't, don't take material things from man of God or woman of God. Even though when they give you, when we give you, take it. But don't, don't make it a, 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 to take it. Think about taking something spiritual. That is why in this ministry we teach, we, we, we are engaging everybody. Anyone who is available. If you are not available, we will leave you, we will look for those, everyone. Regardless of how many people we will make available, we will do something. Learn to pray. Learn to also intercede. Some of you didn't even know how to intercede for anyone. But now you know. 12 o'clock, you intercede by force. You hear you say, I pray for Brother Sam. I pray for, at least, even if you are praying it out of west, it's just out of left service, you are still praying, I pray for Brother Sam in the name of Jesus. May God touch him. I pray for Brother Alfred, wherever he is. You are learning, without knowing, you are learning to make intercessions and supplications for people. You've learned beyond give me. Is that not strange and powerful? Lift up your head and I speak in tongues more. So learn. Let's speak in tongues more. Now shout glory. We continue. We pray very soon. My heart is indicting a good matter. It means that I must, I must, I can do a Jesus three-day camp. When I look at the time, it's like I can do a three-day camp without food. And when I finish, I multiply loaves. If there is no camp for three days, there is no need for multiplication of loaves. <laughs> Are you not copying Jesus? <laughs> you've not stayed for three days. You need loaves to multiply. It will multiply. But it says o'clock. You've gone for fruits. The fruit that they are working out there. Says o'clock. Then it says they should multiply. <laughs> no, will they multiply? No, no, no. If you read that when you've stayed with Jesus for three days, then it multiplies the thing. Shout glory. glory. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Verse 2. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God has blessed thee forever. Mm-hmm. It's a prophetic or poetic utterance concerning what? Or a song. When you look at the Bible, it talks about a song. Concerning Christ Jesus. Guide, guide thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty. With thy glory... And thy majesty. Uh-huh. And in thy majesty, ride. Can we all read verse 4? One to go. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. When the scripture says your right hand will teach you terrible things, it means that. By the right hand has to do with the power of Christ, the authority and the power of Christ that we are sharers of. So here he was referring to Jesus. It's a, it's a, it's a prophetic, what do you call it, utterance or poetic utterance concerning Christ Jesus. That is, your right hand shall teach the terrible things. He's talking about the right hand of, of, of Christ or of God, which is the place of authority now. But we are also joined with him. So when talking about terrible things, he's talking about acts or works that cannot 
be explained. It means that you see terrible acts. He calls those acts, and a number of times we will call those acts strange acts, strange miracles, strange happenings. Are you getting what I'm saying? So this is a strange happening. This is a terrible act. This is a terrible happening. This is a strange miracle. a terrible, it says your right hand shall teach the terrible act. But it says that, and in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth. Number one, is it there? So you can ride prosperously. Say ride prosperously. When you talk about riding prosperously, it means that living a kind of life where you don't calculate things. Are you calculating things now? Huh? You are living that kind of life where you are in control over things. Where, where you, 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 you. <laughs> you are not now sitting down and you are, you are, you are checking. This is too expensive for me. No, wait, let me look for the one that is cheap. Did you hear what I said? I heard a man of God say something very big some time past. So there is nothing too expensive for the Christian. I've never forgotten that. It's nothing too expensive. But it says, ride prosperously. That means that ride in prosperity. You have a ride in prosperity. Now, how many of you have a ride here? You, you, you say, I'm taking you for a ride. You have, maybe I've taken somebody for a ride. Have you taken somebody for a ride? You've not taken your husband for a ride before. Okay. But it says, this particular ride, you are riding prosperously. It means that you are riding in wealth. Means as you sit in the car and taking your husband, wealth all over the car, you say, ah, bundles of money, ah, remove this boot, remove, to, to put this at the boot, put this at the boot. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. So you are riding prosperously in your life. Then it says that you are riding prosperously because of truth and meekness and what? Write it down, three times. You ride prosperously because of truth, because of meekness, and because of righteousness. You ride prosperously because of truth. I have a message, what is truth? If you have not listened to the message, go and listen. Don't let us force you to do that which is spiritual. In fact, when you are spiritually matured, you yourself, you learn how to set spiritual goals. You don't only set financial goals or set goals for the week. I wake up 5 o'clock and then you set spiritual goals. I pray at 12. I do this and that. I, I listen to Papa's message on Wednesday this time. I'll create this time to listen to this message also. That is spiritual. Write it down. Write spiritual goals. <laughs> I've told you to have financial goals, right? Have spiritual goals. It's a sign of maturity. Some people think that they are matured because when I call them, they can preach. Set spiritual goals for the week. It's part of prosperity. Oh. <laughs> I've told you that prosperity you know, is simple, but it's complex. Have I said that? It's simple, but it's what? Complex. It's complex when it comes to manifestation. So set spiritual goals, but write it down. The Christian rides prosperously because of truth, number one. When 
time we even talk about tithing, it's truth. When we talk about giving, it's truth. If you don't have truth, you can't do anything. All the other actions are as a result of truth. So because of truth, what is truth? I think I've explained what is truth. So I'll explain truth again. But you see, there are two characteristics of truth. One is that truth is revealed. And this one I'm going to share with you is so important. So catch it. One is that truth is, re- is revealed. The other is that truth is real. Two important characteristics of truth. And I have a reason why I want to share this with you with regards to prosperity. Amen. 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 I said amen. amen. Truth is what? Amen. It's revealed. Truth is by revelation. And truth is real. Or, into bracket, truth is a reality. Two characteristics of truth. Two what? Characteristics of truth. Truth is revealed. Or, truth is by revelation. And truth is real. Truth is a reality. So there are two characteristics now. This is so important because the first one, truth is revealed. This is because many of us here at WCN, say W today I'm at WCN. What do you guys think? So many of us at WCN have heard a lot of good messages and we are working in revelation or what we call revelational knowledge or revelational truth where the word of God is revealed to you. But you see, we have to come to the next step where the word of God is real to you. They are not the same. So most of us who are revelation, some of us, they are you've not seen anything, no revelation, no rev. The people who preach it, challenges is rev. I am who Christ is. This is rev. So it's a revelation. When we talk about revelation or revelational truth, we are talking about an unveiling of the word of God to the human heart. So, revelation simply means an unveiling. Now, as Brother Walash is there, it could be that Brother Walash has something in his pocket. Brother do you have something in your pocket? So it could be that you have something in your pocket. But none of us know what is in your pocket. When Brawalash removes what is in his pocket, either a mobile phone, a handkerchief, or some few coins in his pocket to us, then what is hidden in his pocket is revealed. That is what is referred to as revelation. An unveiling. Unveiling. Like we say, remove the veil of the bride. When the veil is there, we can see that the human person is there. But maybe it's another person you are marrying. Is that not what the pastor says? Maybe you are marrying a male person who is wearing locks. Or you think that it's your wife. And it's dark like the one you want to marry and it's tall or short or whatever. So the pastor will say, are you sure? He says, yes. He says, unveil. 
Is that not true? So once we remove the veil, we can see directly. In the same way, truth reveals. That means that when we share the word of God, we are revealing something to the human spirit, to the human heart, or to the eye of the human heart. The human heart has eyes. <laughs> when we talk about the human heart, we are not talking about the heart that pumps blood. The heart that pumps blood is a physical organ. When the scriptures talk about the human heart, it's talking about the human spirit. The human spirit is the central part of the whole human system, the human spirit. So the Bible says for to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Now, that also means that when your spirit leaves, your body can't work. It will have to sleep. Because your human spirit is central, or it is the core part of the human whole system, the Bible calls it the human heart. So there's a heart which is the physical body that is pumps blood. Is that not true? But the scripture is talking about heart. Talks about the human spirit. So the word of God is revealed, unveiled. Are you here or you're on Instagram? I was busy sharing one day and when I when I looked back, somebody was on Instagram watching a friend that was dancing. Is that not strange? If you do that, you can't prosper. The blessing will be on your head, but you can't prosper. Somebody says, Why? Because Paul said that thou oughtest know how to behave in the house of God. Your behavior in the house of God alone can qualify you to prosper or not. As for the blessing is there. We are talking about the blessing culminating into prosperity. Or is that not how they say it? Or good success. So I'm coming, I'm coming. Man of God is busy preaching. I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm going to receive my phone call and come. It is so urgent. Go. Is that how to behave in the house of God? So truth is revealed. Say it after me. Say truth is revealed. So when we share the word of God, we are actually unveiling to your spirit truth. We are, we are, we are lighting up your spirit. We are flooding your spirit with light. We are causing your spirit to see. So you can be born again. You are the light of the world. But your spirit has not seen anything in the word of God. Your spirit must see. And that is not prophetic seeing. This is scriptural seeing. It's an enlightenment of the human heart. Where the word of God comes to your spirit. That is why it's important to create an environment where you can hear the word of God. Where you can receive the word of God. Create an environment. Nobody will create it for you. Go and buy a speaker in your room. Do you have a speaker in your room? And connect what? A message. Audio. We even have an audio library. Is that not true? Then you connect and you are playing. Play it loud. Let everybody hear some. Including your husband. If he's not hearing, play it loud and hear it yourself. If he's hearing too, play it loud he's hearing some. Sister Francesca, did you hear that? Why? You are filling your spirit with the word of God. You are revealing the word 
unveiling the word, the letters that you see. And I'll give you an example. I am who Christ is. Is that what we say? When you read it and it says that for as he is, so am I in this world. It's like a letter to you. Until a man of God now begins to expound on that. Expose it. Unveil it. That the reason why it says for as he is, so are you in this world, is because when you are born again, this, 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 this. Then we are sharing. Then it's coming to you now. We are, un- we are telling, we are unveiling this truth to your spirit. So as I'm speaking the word of God to you right now, you are hearing me, but it's going to your spirit. The preaching of God's word is not a sermon. It's a ministration to your spirit. Now, ministration to your spirit means that if you give me a water, you have ministered water to me. Did you hear what I said? So when I minister the word of God to you, I'm serving you with God's word. But the part of you that is that is affected firstly is your spirit. Because the word of God is for the human spirit, the human soul, and the human body. So in Paul's writing, he says the word of God is life, quick. And it is sharper. Dividing the spirit first. Dividing and penetrating to the spirit. So as I'm speaking to you, the words that I'm speaking, they are like sounds. But they are revealing something to your spirit. They are letting your spirit know why you need to prosper. Are you following what I'm saying? So it's an unveiling to your spirit. And it is so important because your spirit man must see the word. Your spirit man. Your soul must also receive the word. The, 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 the soul has to do with your mind, your will, your emotions, your thoughts. The word affects your soul. So you, when you used to think very fearful, you don't think fearful again. When you used to be afraid of demons, like I said, one of our partners told me that, Papa, my mom, my mom went somewhere and some people were misbehaving, some native doctors and all that, and said, Mode, he has come to that point where his soul and he's demonstrated it to the house. So his soul is renewed to the word. He doesn't think demons. In fact, when he wakes up at 2 o'clock, somebody said that when he, when, <laughs> somebody said when he wakes up at 2 o'clock, when he off the whole like when he wakes up at 2 o'clock, the light is on. And he's like, what is happening? You have, you have, you have reached that stage where you sleep You've off the whole light in your room. You wake up at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and the light has been on. And the first thought is not, it's a demon. Did you hear what I said? When I said that, all of you have started thinking, hey, maybe it's a demon. You read that, well, your, your first thought is not a demon. That's the soul renewal of the mind. But what I'm talking about is the spirit first, your human spirit. Where your human spirit, the word of God is on face. I'm the fullness of Godhead. I'm the fullness of God bodily. Somebody who doesn't know, sir, what are they saying? They are bragging, oh, can they be the fullness of God? But you know from scriptures that in you dwells God, the fullness of God bodily. It says in Christ dwells all the fullness of God, the fullness of God bodily. The totality of God is, and we are complete in Him. You see that? So it's I'm the fullness of God bodily. God fills me fully. The Spirit of God is in me, He is God. He believes in me. I'm his temple. He 
is so mighty in me. So that that revelation has has come to your spirit. So when you say it's so mighty in me, then you can now say greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If God be for me, who can be against me? You can now talk with that kind of boldness. If God is for me, the economy cannot be against me. My boss cannot be against me. God is for me. Why is it for you? Because he is with you. He is in you. He fills you. So that's a revelation to your spirit. Is that not powerful? So Paul, speaking to the church, says, I, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Put it there. The eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. You need to have... <laughs> do you know there are people that when you do when you do things for, they say this thing you are doing is too much. It's too much. Have you, have, you, have, you, have you met people like that? Or you give some money to them or you are doing something, they say, oh, this thing is too much. You have to come to that point where you are so, you are, the word of God is so revealed to your spirit that nothing is too much for you. You do hear what I said? You, you can't think like that, that something is too much. This person has done too much for the church. He's not done too much for the church. Or you even think, I have done too much for this church. You can't do too much for the church. <laughs> Oh, am I giving some mentalities or some understanding? It's so, so important. Who is following what I'm sharing? Who is following what I'm sharing? Who is following what I'm sharing? So, some of us are working in rev. Some of us who have not even started working in rev. Some are knowing rev. But we are not working in it. That means that we, by all the things we've been sharing, you know, this is powerful revelation. This powerful revelation on finances. I talked about Abrahamic blessing. I talked about the immutable, two immutable, immutable things. I've talked about. I've, I've spoken about the power for wealth. I've talked about what, what, the what, the promise and the seed. I've spoken about. See, some of you don't even remember like me. The topics, the promise and the seed. I've spoken about what the seed that provokes the spirit. I've talked. Also, when that was a, it's an old message, <laughs> if you been printed three years ago, by this time, all the power in it has ended. Let's look for a new revelation. So you are looking for a new revelation. No. No. So when I see the way some of you do things, it shows you that you, you've not received revelation. There are a lot of unbelieving believers. A lot of unbelieving what? A lot of unbelieving believers, but you must not be part of. You must not be an unbelieving believer in this church. So you walk in revelation of God's word. See, revelation means I see what is there. I see the bottle. The bottle is I can see an offering whatever here, offering bowl here. I see it. But the word is revealed to your spirit. It doesn't mean that the word has become real to you. That is second. The second or the second part. So Paul here says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding or the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. 
So that the eyes of your understanding is the eyes of your heart to be enlightened. Wow. Since I came to WC, I've realized that God has blessed us. I'm a blessed person. Wow. I've realized I'm not an ordinary person. So if I see the lights on in at 2 a.m., to me, it's an angel that is waking me up to pray. Did you hear what I said? It's an angel. You say it has happened about three times. Yes. Pray. Somebody also says, it's a demon. Whether it's a demon or it's an angel, it's determined by what I believe. Some of you very soon, demons will be working for you. Be working for you. Be working for you. Do you know how they will be working for you? When they on your light like that, you won't sleep. <laughs> but you see, you reach that that stage where your 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 frights for demons and frights for what? Maybe I may not even live long. Hey, this is my friend that I went to school with. It's like you think you are. How do you see yourself? Well, that friend to us died. Hey. Then all of us are afraid. Hey, sickness too. Hey, sickness is killing people. Hey. Then you are now bringing yourself into the shoes of that person. Without knowing what the person did not know or what the person knew. Life is more about knowledge or applied knowledge. Is that not true? Knowledge or applied knowledge. I don't want to say only knowledge because it's, people don't apply what they know sometimes. The whole life. I say it every time. Knowledge is key everywhere. Scientific way, whatever realm, and the spiritual also. Everywhere, knowledge is key. So he says that I pray that your eyes, the eyes of your spirit will be enlightened. Now, is this not powerful? It says when your, your heart is enlightened through the word I'm preaching to you right now, now you've come to realize about actions. I must weigh my actions. I must check my actions. Somebody was giving leprosy because of his action. Wrong action. So, it's revealed to my spirit now. When I leave this place, and I just go and sit down, and I watch all the things the world is offering me. I like what Pastor Robert says, says that, Everything is seeking your attention. It depends on which one of it that you direct your attention to. And I give myself to all the things on the social media and television and all that. Something happens. And I will show you what happens very soon. So you must create that room or environment where the word is always revealed to your spirit. Some of you, I asked you, what did we show on Sunday? You were not here, but you did not prioritize the word of God enough to go and listen to what was shared. That's an action. So I said, like, what did we preach on Sunday? You say, Papa, I was in Sunday school. So what? Do you get what I'm talking about? So what? You were in Sunday school. So what? <laughs> Is that not strange? 
But when we have a meeting in an office and in the office that you work and you were not there, and you come later, you come when you finish, you ask, ah, what what did boss talk about? No, will you ask? Nanama, will you ask? Or will you go and sit down in your chair and say, I wasn't part, whatever they said, I don't care. You know what I said? So it's not about whether you were there or you were not there. It's about prioritizing the word of God in your life. Making it first in your life. So I missed service because I was not here. I was at the Sunday school. But when I went home 2 o'clock p.m., I started listening to what was shared. Why? I don't want to miss the revelation at that time. And as I listen, I'm revealing what was shared to my spirit. Go and understand what I just shared right now. You see, I think I've said this before. When people say, you know me, I'm not in Accra, or me, I'm not here, or me, I couldn't come, or me, and all of that. But, the word is free. It's nigh you. It's nigh you. That means that the word is what? It's near you. You see, so, it talks about the eyes of your spirit man. See, the human spirit has all the features that a human body has. Don't forget that. You may not write this down, but don't forget. I think we've shared this. I've shared this before. I have a lot of things I've shared a long time ago on the prosperity of the, of the prosperity of the soul. Very powerful teaching. So the human spirit has eyes. The human spirit has a mind. A con- we call it a conscience. The human spirit has hands. So when your spirit and your soul leaves your body and enters the dimension of heaven, your human spirit will see T.L. Osborne. You know T.L. Osborne? Your human spirit will see that relative of yours and even have a, what? An embrace. But that embrace is a spirit-to-spirit embrace which works in that dimension. Or in that realm. Now, a body-to-body embrace works in this dimension. Because this is a mortal realm. Or what we call a physical realm. So I can touch this thing, or I can see this thing, because I'm living in a body. If I check out of my body and my soul, I can see this building, but I can't touch it. I'll still see the building as I'm going. But when people die, they see, they see. They see that people are around them and crying. Once they enter into whatever dimension, whether heaven or hell, straight heaven, they all come from power. But we say demon back The head, one demon has a head here, has a head here. And he's saying, Kojo, follow me. And he say, Who are you? So when we get there, you know who I am. Is that not strange? These things are real things real things. Spiritual things are very real. Life is spiritual. That's what we say. So, your human spirit has so, when the word of God is feeding your human spirit, the human spirit recognizes that he's been fed. That's why, some years back, I think one of our brothers was having an attack 
where he has a dream and they are chasing him or they are shooting him or something like that. And I told him, now go and just go and meditate a little bit on authority. Then when you have the dream, your spirit man will exercise control. And he did it. He did it. Well, this time they were chasing him and he turned and took his chalewati or something. He said in the dream he was wearing chalewati. He took the chalewati and smashed them. They never came till today. Whatever demon was trying to bring fear couldn't come. Why? Because the human spirit doesn't sleep. So when you are asleep, your body is sleeping. Your spirit doesn't sleep. And the spirit of God in you also doesn't sleep. That means God doesn't slumber nor sleep. The Holy Ghost doesn't sleep. Your spirit doesn't sleep. It's the human body that sleeps because the human body needs rest after all the day's work. So, if you have realized, people who have nightmares have nightmares when they sleep most of the times. They say that when I was sleeping, then an old woman came to me. And the demons take advantage of the fact that your body is resting and come to you in the, through, in the, through the channel of the spirit realm. So if your spirit is stronger, the Bible tells us how to train our spirit. I have a message on that too. Is that not true? Training your human spirit. You see, I have a lot of messages. Francisca, you see, I have a lot of messages. I'm on you today. Is that not true? So that you can listen to the messages. Listen to the messages. And then you train your when you When you speak in tongues, you are training your spirit. So when it's 12 o'clock, it's like, ah, what happened? If sleep can carry you, then you've not trained your spirit. When you are praying. Did you hear what I said? Or when we are preaching. Some people are Christians. I know of Christians. Once they enter the church and they sleep, it is uh, what you call preaching time. When they sit on the chair like this, the next thing is, oh. <laughs> the time they open their eyes like this, we have finished the church. It's offering time, then they go home. Some people are controlled by their body. They, they are Christians. That's why I'm trying to I'm trying to use these things to explain certain things to you. But being a Christian, there's certain things that must not happen. But because of lack of teachings and all that, they happen. You can't sit in church and be sleeping. When you do that, it means your 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 body has control over you. Don't say I'm tired, it's not fatigue. It's control. Have not you go to your workplace, no matter how far, far tired you are, just, you are just the, you are, you are the secretary of your boss. You are there, you are there, you are there like this. Uh, will you try it? In all the fatigue excuse you are giving, you will try it. That day, you will know that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> you will try it. But you see, so it means that your, 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 your body has the ascendancy over your spirit. Or has gained ascendancy over your spirit. But when you train your spirit, how? By having the word of God revealed to your spirit. Revealed. So when we emphasize on listening to a message, it's not that we are emphasizing on listening to a message because we just want you, we want you to be strong spiritually. That's what John said. He says, I write unto you what young men. Oh, that scripture always turns me on. He says, I write unto you young men. Says because you are strong. The scripture says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. John says, I write unto you, young men, because you are strong. And you have overcome the wicked one. 
I write unto you, young men, because you are strong. So that's the Spirit of God writing. So the Spirit of God knows who is strong and who is not strong. How do you become strong spiritually? By training your spirit to speak in tongues. You speak in tongues, 12 o'clock. Magalaga, we hear your voice. Magalaga. 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 Your human body has the ascendancy. You must train yourself for your human spirit to gain ascendancy over your body. Your spirit must gain mastery over your body. You can't have a nightmare with that. Even if you have that nightmare, you will change it. Did you hear what I said? If you have a dream, you will continue from where you ended or you you will get a dream similar to what you had that you forgot. It's a training of your spirit. So that and that is all. You say, no, Holy Ghost, I'm ready. Give me this dream again. But now I'm going to uh, work. Don't, don't give me in my dream. If you give me my dream, there will it means I have to sleep. <laughs> Wait, what I just said there. So your spirit must gain the ascendancy over your body. Who has heard that? Through revelation. Through the word of God being revealed to your spirit. And you are feeding your spirit. Your spirit can see. Your spirit can hear. So when the spirit of God in us is speaking, it speaks first of all to our spirits. We pick it up from our spirits. We pick it into our minds. So sometimes the Holy Ghost can tell you something in your spirit and you don't pick it and you forget. So if you are spiritual or if you are interested in spiritual things, that's what you do. You write things quickly. You come and see me. I'm writing notes every day. Sometimes on my phone. No, no, they are just writing notes. Once I'm praying, anything that comes, I write it quickly so that I don't forget. It comes to your spirit, so you write. Some of the things I teach, they come to my spirit. I just write quickly. Sometimes I'm just praying. I just see myself teaching on this. Seven laws. Some of these things I'm going to do today. Seven laws of this, this is or ten laws of this. I write ten laws of this, this, this. I keep praying. Ten laws. Number one, number two, number three, number four. I see it like this. It's good to see. But train your spirit. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't look for sin. Train your spirit. And you train your spirit praying in the Holy Ghost. That's why all leaders are on fasting. Are we still on fasting? We've gone on break. Fasting is part. Fasting is part. You meet any prophet to tell you, you see more when you fast. Any good prophet to tell you that. If they live a consecrated, that doesn't mean you are doing the right fast, but it's a consecrated fasting life. You can see more. You can prophesy more. You can see beyond the boundaries that you are seeing. Shout glory to that. Glory. But you have to train your spirit. But that is another topic on this one. Maybe one day I will let Pastor Bess share on that. Once I've shared, when I share the thing, I won't share again. Just let somebody else share. But you know the pastor says, share on training your spirit. Just share it. Share anything. Won't you share? Come on, shout glory. Glory. Who is sharing something on That's prosperity I'm sharing with you. So, revelation to your spirit. Now, one thing I want to hit on before I go to reality is this. When you read the scripture, I think in Corinthians, it talks about the God of this world having blinded the minds of them that believe not. Now, I think one of the troubles I'm having with that scripture is so powerful. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. Which is true. It's talking about unbelievers. But for some reason, practically, I feel that there are some Christians too like that. There are some Christians whose minds have been blinded. But if our gospel behave, it is here to them that are lost. Uh-huh. 
This one is talking to unbelievers, people who are not born again. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. But you realize that, Pastor Bert, it looks like there are also some Christians who, whose heart or minds have been blinded such that they are unable to, to receive or have the word revealed to their spirits. And so it shocks me. like that. And that is why you have to pray. That's why we pray the prayers we are praying. We are praying for the church. We are praying that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That we may know what is the hope of our calling. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. You pray, Father, that the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. As I listen to this message from my man of God, let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Sometimes you have to pray it for months. You pray it for days. It's necessary for the building up of your spirit. See, if you want to walk in, in dominion, exercise dominion, exercise authority, exercise lordship at a particular level, you have to do that. You do hear what I said? Have I taught you something here? Then there is also when the word of God it's real now. The reality of the word of God comes in when you don't only have the word revealed to you, but when you are laying hold on the word that is revealed to you. Write it down. It's very important. You are laying hold. Many don't lay hold on the word that is revealed to them. It says that we should take heed. That's Hebrews chapter what? One, right? Are you, are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Are you following what I'm saying? So, the reality comes in when you don't only have the word revealed to you. That's why I said some of us also have the word revealed to us. As we share the word of God, it's revealed to you, revealed to you as if it's that leader. No, no, this is so powerful. No, the message you just shared is, you understand? It's revealed to you. But it's not real to you. It's real. The word of God is real. It's real to you or becomes a reality to your spirit when you are, your spirit and your soul has laid hold on that word. So there's a tendency for the word of God to slip. That's what you come to and say, ah, what did we say on Sunday? And I'm not doing your advice, like, trying to remember something. So what did you say? Papa, I heard you say that uh, we should wait. Our actions are waiting. <laughs> Once you say that, I heard you, I heard you say, actions are waiting. It means that the thing was revealed to your spirit. But your spirit, man, and your soul has not laid hold on it. If your spirit lays hold on the way that is coming, it is like you have seen I, I use Guadalajara. But Guadalajara brings what is out of his pocket. That is one step, right? Another step is when Sister Afrida holds on to what Guadalajara has, has revealed from his pocket. It may be a phone. So your spirit man must lay hold on what you have heard. It means that what you have heard becomes something that not only that you are conscious of, but you are holding on to. 
So wherever you go, you know I'm who you are not just saying that this is so powerful, it's a powerful level. And who Christ is so. But wherever you go, you are not only conscious, it has become you see, that 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 word has has dawned on you. Do you do you get what I'm talking about? It's a dawning of the word on you. D A W see the word of God has dawned on you. It has become present in your life. So at the time when you hear cuckoo in your room, it has become, it's not, you are not now trying to investigate or trying to look for, you, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. The tongue is just coming. It's like you want, you are coming to do something now. Then you realize, oh, it was just some cat who is walking around. So better be a cat. Do you get what I'm talking about? So that's also a next stage of faith is so important. Laying hold. It's not difficult. When you hear, you make the word part of you. I also have a message on that. Christ being formed in you. I have a message like that, like that. Well, <laughs> I mentioned a lot of messages like that. Where what you have, what is revealed to your spirit has formed part of you. So, we say you are far above all principalities and powers. The word says so. You didn't know. Now you hear us say that you are far above all principalities and power. That's why I say that certain things I'll teach you on the laws. That's one of the laws. Quit saying certain things. Telling me fear by word, you are you. Don't say that. Don't ever say it again. If you say that, stop. Don't even say it jokingly. It's true. Don't say that. I said, don't do what. If you are even saying it jokingly, don't say it. If your friends say it, I don't say, no, 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 don't say that. I don't mean again. Just say it nicely. You know, but don't say these things around. You say, why, why, but don't say it. Don't hear those things. You'll be shocked how much that programs you. You think it's nothing. You've not seen real programming. You want to see real programming, cast your mind back to SHS. Then you see those who became lucky dude in the school because they were what they were listening too much to reggae. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Did you, did you have friends like that who became like uh, who? What is the guy who is there? Bob Mali. The Bob Mali's in the school because they listened too much to reggae to the point where they have become like Rastafarians in the school. They were not like that, but the song alone, just the song. Christopher Colombo. Is that not, is that not it? <laughs> is that not true? Then they are listening, listening to the point where you see them now behaving like Rastafarians. They are like they are from Ethiopia, somewhere. Iona and all kinds of things. Ja, ja, ja. Now do you see how are you doing? Say ja, Rastafarian, ja, Rastafarian. You see the song has. Don't you have friends like that? Some listen my, my my days when the days were 50 cents was on top. And some listen, I know a guy that I still remember to today, some of the guys like that, because I went to a boys' school, who listened to uh, 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 50 cents, right? 50 cents, Eminem, those people to the point where you see them in their baggies and some kind of, like, it's like they are the 50, meanwhile, that 50 cents was taking this money. <laughs> and they were in school, and some of them failed the exams because of that. Two of us. Some even started seeing we and all that because of 
that kind of it's not because somebody influenced them. The song inspires them and makes them feel like they can also challenge. Is that not true? That's why I say if you want to know the influence of what you are hearing, cast your Snoop Dogg. Some people started doing tattoos and putting things. Even me, I did some small. It's God who saved me. I'm telling you practical thing. I did some small. I, you, you come and meet me in Kumasi, buying a baggy jeans and buying a baggy T-shirt with Snoop Dogg's picture. And uh, 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 what? That thing there, they, they used to call it, I'm telling you, I On the nose, blaze on the nose. And you see me in my, my sneakers. It's not right and right. It's left, right, left. For example, you can wear this one. Is this one is what pink and this one is blue? When you see me, you believe you believe that. And you know what the amazing thing is that I had my Good News Bible. I used to preach Good News Bible ah, to SHS what three year, third year. I don't know what came on me third year. I was so influenced that I become Snoop Dogg or somebody else. Then you want to go and sit with friends and drink yourself to whatever. Now you have become Snoop Dogg of Ghana. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see the you see the you see the influence. That's what I'm saying that so be careful. When we say be careful what you hear, the Bible talks about that. Be careful the association. People who talk church, talk church, and I saw a call for you then. They keep saying that, they keep saying that, they keep saying that. Very soon you become a church, a house, what? Or a church to rent and be in the house. Because they are saying that when you live in a house where nobody goes to church on Sunday, you will be shocked that if you are not very strong spiritually, by the time you check, you will also be in the house on a Sunday. You see all of them on Sunday. This one is washing. This one is washing his car. This one is driving. This one is playing Bombali song. This one too has gone to invite a girlfriend to one of the corridors. And all of that, you will end up. The first time I ate, I ate a cat was friends. I didn't know how I ate it. it was friends. So, the, the, the environment is very important. There are things you don't, don't entertain it. Don't listen to a man of God who is making you look like there are demons everywhere, there are devils everywhere, everything is demon, everything. No, 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 no. No. You become so demon conscious, eh? When you even hear people in your car, you, you think it's a demon. You sleeping behind the stairs, you say it's a demon who pushes your car to hit somebody else. No. Listen to them, create that in your car, create it. Buy an earphone or whatever it is. And listen to message, listen to gospel songs. Gospel. Not Buga. Not what? Listen to gospel songs. Listen to gospel songs. Fill your heart. Make, be careful about your friends. It's very important. So once they are telling you, oh, uh, uh, this person will die, is there a way to secure? That one too? Is there a way to see the family? You're also listening. Regardless of whatever family they are mentioning, you belong to a royal family. Yes. Let that be your consciousness. You may you relate with your siblings, you relate to your family people, and all of that. But be conscious. I belong to a royal family. Be so conscious that there is no blood something that is 
working with you. Don't believe that. Because what you believe is what stays with you. What you believe. I'm talking out of practical things. If you listen to a man of God who talks more about a demon, a curses, demon, at the point where things are not working, you think it's a curse. Oh, there are curses. Maybe it's a curse of this, a curse of that. Oh, it's a witch. I've said, I said, me, my family witches, they fly in the, night, in the afternoon. In the afternoon, you meet them. It took my grandmother, who was a prophetess, to stop some of them and make them manifest. And all of that, after the manifestation, they will still go and continue their witchcraft things. They never, they've never changed to today. But I believe they are all working for me now. All the way, when they go to the Kovu and they see me, they say, well, let's work for this young man. The way he's coming. Because if you can't be against a person, you'll be for the person. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yes, I am not saying that demons are not real and their activities are not real. What I'm trying to say is that you have the authority, like I cited an example, when the Bible says you are far above. If that has not hit your consciousness, go back, open the scripture, and Ephesians chapter 1, you read that, ah, you say, I'm far above all principalities and powers. I had to meditate on that for years. For years. When I got out of all the uh, uh, thing and God delivered me, I, was, uh, I had attacks every night. I say it every time. I had attacks every night. Every, if you have nightmares, if you have nightmares more than me, you are yet to be born. But I never told anyone. At that time, we were, we were in a prayer group. The leader then never, I never told him. They were having attacks. I pray for people. They will come and attack me. This thing, yeah, will I be saved? Oh. Behold, I give unto you authority. If Jesus says he has given you authority, will you say he has not given it to you? So you, that's why we say the word of God is God speaking to you. As I pray in the night, I say, behold, I have been given authority. I used to even quote some scriptures which are not accurate, but God still delivered me. <laughs> Let all powers be subject to the higher power. The powers that be of God. See, quoting all those scriptures, you come and meet me in the night, eh? sometimes when you meet me in the night, you, you think I'm a hunter with a gun. <laughs> but it's part of the so it's so important that the word of God becomes real to you. It means that the word of God becomes present tense to you. For being far above all principalities and powers and every name that is named, it's not something you are now trying to recite. Do you get what I'm talking about? It has become present in your life. You are laying hold on it. Wherever you find yourself, you know you are far above all principalities and powers. And every name that is named in this world. You are so conscious, you are holding it like you are holding a treasure in your spirit, in your soul, in your mouth. In fact, your your heart, your heart is stayed on it like this. Your heart is stayed on that truth. You see? Your mind is stayed on it. Your eye is focused on the truth. Your hand is handling that truth. It has formed part of you. That is so important. Why? Why am I distinguishing between reality and reality? Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Are you following what I'm saying? So present. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm filled, in fact, that one day I'm filled with the fullness of God. I'm, even if I've never laid hands on anybody to recover before, I'm filled with the fullness of God. Even if I've not experienced the, the expression of the fullness of God, 
I am filled with the fullness of God. The Holy Ghost lives in me. He is part of my being. He works in my body. He works in my body. He parambulates in me. He's so active. You speak in tongues more. The Holy Ghost lives in me. I'm filled with the Spirit. I'm full of God. I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. I am the body of Christ. I'm God's earthly address. In the name of Jesus. This hand is the hand of Christ. These legs are legs of Christ. This voice is the voice of Christ. As I speak, I speak as an oracle. In the name of Jesus. I share Christ. I minister Christ. I distribute Christ. He lives in me. You see, you are, see, you are it's not that you are, you are making confessions or something. It has become part of you. You wake up on your, from your bed and you, are, you, are, you wake up full of God. You are not waking up now thinking, hey, the guy was about to shoot me when I woke up. I have to tell Papa about this. <laughs> is that not true? Oh, this is powerful. Is this not powerful? Who is hearing something today? So it fills you. The word fills you. So let the word of God dwell in you richly. The word becomes present. Zacchaeus. The Bible says after he met Jesus, that was his encounter with Jesus. The word became present. He wasn't waiting to say, okay, Jesus, you go out, think about my salvation. Is that what he did? Immediately Jesus entered the house after they were eating. And Jesus, I think Jesus spoke some words, some gracious words here and there. And then he said, Jesus, he said, now all those people that have exploited, in fact, I'm going to write their names and give them all their monies back. Start change. The words of Jesus became real. It wasn't just a revelation, it became real. Did you hear what I said? The same with the Ethiopian Enoch. The same thing. After Philip prayed to him, there was a revelation. But it, it ended up into what? A reality. When they reached where there was water, he didn't say, okay. <laughs> I've heard all that you have saying. I understand what you're saying. This is so powerful. So that prophet died. He was raised back to his Messiah. Wow, wow. Good job, good job. No. He says, should something prevent me from being baptized right now? The Ethiopian, you know, he got down and got baptized before Philip vanished. See, the, the words that Philip spoke to him became real to him at once. And he went and continued with his salvation without any Philip again. So those are examples when the word becomes so real. It's not just a revelation to your spirit, but it's a reality. When you are holding it like this, like I'm holding this microphone and you are going anywhere you go, in the train, in the plane, in the car, in the trotter, in the, on the bicycle, everywhere, on the motor, everywhere. I'm filled with the fullness. I can't just die like that. How can somebody who's filled with fullness just die like that? Oh, can't just die like that. You fill your spirit. You fill your soul. He says the word of God is, is life or is alive. And it's sharper. It's sharper. Say it's sharper. It's sharper. And even penetrating. Penetrating. So it's penetrating to your spirit. It's penetrating to your soul. It's filling your body. You are so full. Sometimes you come so full that when people even speak to you, you don't listen again. You are full of with, with, what? A particular rev. So the revs are in faces. Is that not true? There are different kinds of the word of God on authority, on prosperity, on this. So you have to go and fill yourself with the word of God on giving. On what? There are a lot of information. Oh, tithes now, tithes has passed. It passed in the Old Testament. Don't pay your tithes. All of you stop. To some Christians, it's like a motivation. Even this man who goes to tithes has passed. 
The problem is, what you do with the word of God benefits you yourself. Doesn't benefit God. God won't lose. And the person who is doing it won't lose. You who don't do it will lose. That's how God's God. That's why the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. He is not saying because God our Lord didn't do, Pastor Prince too will be in trouble. No. Did you hear what I said? So it's personal. Just make sure. Take heed to what you have heard, the Bible says. Lest you let them slip. That's why when we see us talking about social media, it's not that we are against you using your phone to go and watch uh, whoever you are watching. But the message that you have heard in the church will slip. When something slips, do you, you understand when it slips? Just leaves you like that. So the word that you heard will just leave you, you'll be shocked. Some of you, even now, all your actions are based on social media. You are so influenced by social media. All the things you do are all based on social media. When, you, when, when we say something here, you are judging with what somebody said on the social media. You see which one is correct. Yeah, the person talking on the social media is not the one who is going to manifest the blessings. He's saying things to get views, to get money. You are also uh, enjoying the views. When he gets the money, he will buy a car and post it again. Then you will be walking. Is that not strange? So you must graduate. Knock somebody, say graduate, graduate challenge. What Papa is saying, we can't play with these things. We can't play. We can't play with these things at all. What did I say? I said, why am I sharing the difference? Luke chapter 4. From verse 16, 17, 18, 19. Is, that not, is this not powerful? And he came, Mark chapter 4, sorry, Mark. Is that not powerful? I said, is that not powerful? I said, is that not powerful? So, and these are they likewise, which are so, he's talking about the word, revelation and reality, right? Now, all these people heard the word. Did they hear the word? The parable of the sower. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground. Who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Wow, Pastor Bert, today it was not another level. Wow, Pastor Nana, this one today, they you finished that. So, hey, wow. They receive with gladness. Continue, verse 17. And have no root in themselves. It means that even though they received their thing, they didn't stay. And so endure, but for a time. When you read that stage where you have become spiritually apathetic, do you know that stage? And have no root in themselves, and so endure, but for a time. Afterward, when affliction, affliction or persecution arise, for the worst sake, 
So there are Christians who reach that stage. That's why I say the word must be real to you. Lift up your hand and shout glory. glory. Now, give, knock your, do what? Like this, say glory. glory. Now knock somebody, say glory. glory. I want to make sure you are awake here. This is so, here is so important. When people come to that stage where, where they say, the word of God doesn't even work again. They begin to complain. I'm, I've been giving to the church. I don't know what I've gotten out of it. Do you understand? I have helped the man of God. I've helped the man of God. I've helped the woman of God. I've helped sister so and so. I don't even know what I've gotten out. I've prayed and prayed and prayed. I don't even know what I've gotten out. People reach a stage where they become, no. Why? Because the word that they have been hearing has not become real to them. It's a revelation to them. Revelation means it's unveiled to you. I say, my name is you. I didn't know it was like this. I didn't know I'm far above you. That's revelation. When it becomes real, it's different. So the point is, there's a time where, when you meet Christians who, some, some of them were very serious in church and all that, then they become lukewarm. Some become very, become spiritually apathetic. That means that they become, how shall I put it? They become disinterested in the things they were once interested in. Even though they are still in church. They have not left the church. <laughs> when I'm talking like this, I'm teaching you. Am I teaching you? I'm a prophet. I know all those who have become apathetic. And all those who are still active. Do you understand? That's why I'm bringing this in. It's very important. So that there's a time people become, they reach that point where everything we say in church, even in churches, everything that the man of God says, they have a problem. They go and talk, Pastor Ben, the man of God says, I don't even understand. Why are they always talking about this thing? They, have, they were once so saying, Charlie, this is this is powerful, Charlie, this church, hey, Charlie. They have become apathetic spiritually. Their vim has reduced. That's what it means. Some of them become bad influence. Some of them rebel. Some become disloyal. But some become bad influence. They begin to tell you things that will let you not become serious. Sometimes you have become serious in church. They see them tell Charlie, this church, when you come, it's like that. They all like you and all that. When you give to, they like you. When they see your money has gone down, they all leave you. You just watch and see. They have become apathetic. You have when you do that, you have become spiritually apathetic. You have become impassive. You have become some way. You are, you are, you are, you are, you have become disinterested. But you are in church. You are in church. There are Christians like that. If you are a pastor, you should watch such people. Sometimes you talk to them. Sometimes you advise them. Sometimes before you come to me, I've started talking. But sometimes I can know that this person's interest in all the things have gone down. I begin to encourage you. Say one or two. Say, hey, Papa, you stay. Hey, Papa, hey. You just be talking. You may see it as a discussion. But you know prophetically that this person has become impassive. And such are the people who sometimes bring a lot of, they say, they bring a lot of issues in churches. Some of them will go and tell the challenge. Then they, they make you also, they influence the other person to become disinterested. 
you see yourself like that, free and steady. Steady. I've said before that I've gone through stages that some of you are yet to maybe go through before. I've seen a lot of things before. And sometimes, you come to the Lord, sometimes things don't happen the very time you want them to happen. For reasons that sometimes nobody can explain. Not even the greatest prophet on earth now. Did you hear what I said? Why? We are all under the trainings of the Spirit of God until we get to heaven and come back on the earth. I think when I was getting to heaven, I was talking about coming back on earth because of the way the whole thing has been. Really. <laughs> if you are, there, are you hearing what I'm saying? Some get offended easily. Anything they offends them. Anything you say, they are offended. They were not like that. Then gradually you see that everything you say in church will they, they get offended. They read that point where nothing moves me, but nothing you say moves. Some of you are at that, that level, but you don't know. Maybe you've not really taken notice of yourself. But you read that when nothing moves, nothing, even me, what I say doesn't move you. You are saying, it doesn't move you. When you reach that stage and you don't do some changes and go back to the word and be praying and all that, you enter into something else. You, you, you begin to fight against the church. You begin to fight against your leaders. You may not know. It happens in churches. It happens in churches. I don't know whether you got what I'm saying. But you see, when the word of God is real to you, you can't reach that level. You can't. You can't reach that level. You can't. I can't reach that level. There are levels you can't. It's not because you're a man of God. Because it's the, the word of God is the word of God to you. It's real to you. Even if that's not happening, to happen to this word. Why? Because they have no root in themselves. And so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution, now listen to this one. Very, are you here? Afterward, they heard the word of God, and they have no root in themselves, and so they endure, but for a time. So it's two years, it's three years. Akwai, you just yours. If we give you any message, you preach it. When we call you, it's like Charlie, Charlie. So it's for a period of time, but it has not gained root in you. You see, when the word gains root in you, it can never slip. It can never be something you look at and say, this doesn't work. No. When you read the thing, you look at it, even when we share testimony, say, this testimony is powerful. Oh, but this is the testimony. It's like you've reached that stage where nothing spiritual, nothing church moves you. Again, nothing even that your man of God says. Oh, this man of God, he can talk plenty to me the way I've held him and all that. You, there are things you can't even say. See, there are things you can't say concerning your spiritual father. Unless you don't see the man of God as your father. See, you, you, those things happen more when you go to Nigeria and all that. Spiritual father with and all that. And people living now, people are saying, there's no spiritual father and all that. But the man of God who is your pastor is your shepherd. You are the sheep. He's the sheep. You can't reach that point where you are now saying he, he because of this. You can't reach that stage. You can't reach it. You, must, you can't reach it. You can't reach it. When you reach it, it's like you have crossed the bar. 
across it. No. You can't reach that stage of even thinking it. Of saying that. It will take heavens to let you know how many of your names that have been mentioned by me. That's why I put all the names on the letter. If you are praying, mention names. It's when you get to heaven that you see that Jesus will show you. You see these names, this placard here. It's only your name. September 1st, September 2nd. Sister Frida, Sister Frida, Sister Frida. Then you say, who was mentioning it? May God show you a vision. Say amen. amen. Who, was, who was mentioning my name like that? You say, it's your pastor. He was mentioning your name at midnight. You were asleep when he was mentioning. There is nothing physical you can do for a man of God that is greater than the spiritual things he does for you. Can't reach that stage where a man of God who has laid hands on you and is after your well-being and is praying. When you say you have trouble, it's like it is him who has the trouble until it is solved. You understand? You are becoming spiritually apathetic. That's what it means. It means that you are becoming, you are coming to that stage where you are disinterested in godly things, in spiritual things. Some do like that and they leave church and they never become Christian. They, they recant their faith and go, go on in the world until they die and go to hell. So you hear that they said some people, they were in church, they were even preaching, then suddenly they left church, they became musicians out there and then they, whatever, they, they left church. It's because of this scripture. That's why I'm explaining the truth. See, when affliction comes, Look at what he said. Look at it very carefully. All of you are teachers. Are you not teachers here? Maybe you are watching that person, you're a teacher. When you all you ought to be teachers. Everybody's a teacher. Now. Have no root in themselves and so endure. But for a time. They endure certain things for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution, there's a difference between affliction and persecution, arises for the word's sake. Why is it arising? Because of the word that you have heard sake now. The word of God, you don't understand. The word of God causes trials to come. You are tried through the word you have been hearing. Else how do you put it to work? How do you know you've really heard? <laughs> you've not heard you you've not heard about what? What health and a headache has shown up. Then we see what to do with the headache. Did you hear what I said? So it says that because of the word sake. Affliction and persecutions come. And it says immediately they are offended. When the afflictions come and they keep coming and the persecutions come and they keep coming, things used to be very good. Now they are no good again. They are down. Hey, Papa said I'll be very big. Now I'm not even big. Hey, I'm even going down, down, down. Hey, Papa, Papa said he Is that not true? So the word sick. Or the, the word of God is God speaking to us. I am who Christ is. I, want God, I am an heir of God. I am this. It has become revelation. I am an heir of God. The heir, as long as he's a child. In fact, you can quote all of that. But that's not become real to you. So when the persecution and the afflictions come, because of the word that you have been receiving for two years and you've endured for the two years, then you are offended. The word has come. The trial has come. Then you begin to now say things that you will never say. And even speak against them. It's like when Job's wife told you, say, curse God and die. You begin to now curse God without even knowing. And say all kinds of things that must not come out of your mouth. Did you hear what I said? Be careful. Watch these things. 
Watch these things. And change. Sometimes delays can make you now disbelieve the church. You may not say it to anyone. In your heart, in your mind, in your privacy, you know what we are saying. You don't care again. You've reached that level. Change today. Lift up and say, I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm changing. Why? It says they are offended. Now continue. They are offended. Offense. Offense. And these are they which are sown among tongues, such as hear the word. This one is the word. Did they hear? Why? When you read the Bible, it says the word of God tried Joseph. The word of God tried him. What does that mean? It means that because he had received the word of God, what was the word? The vision. The vision that all his family people were down and he was up. And God, in God's programming, he was going to be a prime minister. In fact, when you read the scriptures, it says God sent him ahead of time. Because God had a plan concerning the Israelites. To, to be made slaves. He had spoken to Abraham concerning that before Abraham died. And in his plan, he was going to send somebody who was going to be the seed of Abraham after the flesh to Egypt. So that through Joseph, the Israelites will be, the descendants of Abraham will be in Egypt and become slaves according to the word of God. Then he gave a vision to one man, Joseph. The vision to Joseph was the word of God to him. Then, because of the word, trial started. From pit, from hatred of the brothers to where again? To the pit, to where again? To Potiphar's house, and what happened? To the prison. The trials of the word, they kept on coming. Because of the word. Because of the vision. So the Bible says the word of God tried Joseph. That means that the word of God caused trials to come to Joseph. If there was nothing, he had not received the word of God in a vision. No trial like that would have happened to him. True or false? But he had received the word. So the trials started coming. The persecution, hatred started coming. But what the Bible says, when the word of God tried him, he was still found faithful. So on his 30th day, he was a prime minister after going through the trials and the persecution. Sometimes we say, it says, count it all joy. You are like, how many years will I count it all joy? Now, if you are counting the number of years you should count it all joy, it means that, and I'll come to that as I teach, it means that you've not read the point where you, your life is an investment in the hand of God. You've not read there. Where, I think I said in one of the messages, what message was that? When I said that you have become an offering, you are, when you are an offering, you are not counting years. It's, do you know what means doing? I'm giving to you whatever you want. The Bible says, what, whoever loses his life will gain it. Whoever gains his life will lose it. Am I sharing something with you? This is so important. The word tried Joseph. Abraham had a word like that. The word also tried Abraham. Did the word try Abraham? The word tried Abraham to that. You see, the problem is, when we study the scripture, say, we study it like a story. But these men we are mentioning, these are names of real men 
who walked with God. They were walking with God. Real men. And we have their recording in the scriptures. How they did it. These are real men. Oh, shout glory to that. Oh, hear what I just said there. Real men. Who walked with God. Who walked with God. Who walked with God. And the word is trying them. Tried them to that point where Abraham now looked at him. So I said, Charlie, now I've grown old. He went back and looked into the skies and saw the stars. Ah, is this thing what he said? Is this true? This one, the pastor said yesterday, when is the promise of his coming? Is this true? <laughs> I shall glory. He was tried. But the Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God or at the word of God or at the vision of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. But he was tried. In fact, they made the, the, the maids in his house and the, what? All those men he had, the servants in the house. You see, actually, a master no. And some of them had married, married themselves and they had five children. And Abraham was still waiting for the word. Something that God could have done it that day. If, God, if Abraham believed that God has the ability to do, could have done it that day. Why all these years? The word had come to him. And trials, are you in church today? Yes, sir. Or you are tired already? No, sir. Where is Pastor Is he tired already or he has gone on break? Come on, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? So the trials, trials come through the word. Go, teach them. Take them from where they are to where they are supposed to be. Wow, what a vision. Do you know what it means to have a vision and see Jesus face to face? (laughs) You don't understand. But that's a vision. When you have a vision, you see. Some people are called. They don't never even see any Jesus or nobody. They just feel the call. It's a sensing. And even that, they still become big in the call. But because the word has come to you, trials, persecutions, endurances come. Because of the word. So you just also hold on to those. Abraham staggered not at the promise of God to go and believe. This was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Are you the seed of Abraham? Yes, sir. I'm the seed of Abraham. Abraham was blessed in cattle and in gold. But he did not miss his trials. Oh, he did not. He did not miss his trials. That's what the Spirit says, count it all. So, if the word doesn't become real to you, you will let it go. You will let it slip. Even your faith slip. You reach that stage where you, you don't, you think even God cries, all the things he's saying is a lie. All they are thinking is a lie. This is all lies. When you reach that stage where your mind tells you this is a lie, your tongue says it's a lie, your heart says it's a lie, repent. That day you say, I repent, sir. I repent. Else, if you continue like that, the word will never come to pass. Whether it's by prophecy, never. Never. God will not honor the word, his word in the life of a person who is faithless. And you're staying with the word is a sign of faith. I have a message I'll preach very soon. The patience of faith. The patience of faith. I was praying when God said, write this down. The patience of faith. 
Come on, shout glory. Please don't beat my children there. Let them enjoy themselves. It's part of uh, raising children. Is that not part of raising children? If you are raising children, they don't trouble you. Like, have you not been troubling God? They don't trouble you, then you don't, if you are not raising them. And, this, and these are they which are sown among who is following what I'm preaching. If you are following, shout glory. Have I preaching for too long? Are you okay with that? Doc, are you hearing something? Are you tired of sitting down? Maybe you have to do some press-ups for five minutes, then we pray. But this way, let me close with, let me close with this one, this section. And these are they which are sown among tongues, such as hear the word. Have I spoken to you right now? It's very important. Repent. God, repent means that you, you say, Father, I have changed my mind. You can do all things. Why? The Bible says, Abraham believed God and said that God who raises the dead and even called the things which be not. Abraham is not special than you because you are his seed. So if Abraham could believe God to the point of saying, God expects you to also believe him to the point of saying that you can call the things which be not as though they they, they. And even your ability is more than what you are even thinking. You read that point where the Bible says that Abraham was accounting that God was able to raise him from the dead. <laughs> he carried his son and he was accounting. It means that he was displaying. He was demonstrating. He was saying that even if I kill my Isaac, God can raise him back to life. That's a man that the word of God has become real to. He didn't have the Bible to read. We have it. He didn't have examples to follow. We have examples. Are we mentioning names? The Bible, David, Joseph, we are mentioning names. He didn't, there was no Joseph at that time. So he did not have an example like we have. Think about it. And was so strong enough in saying that accounting. So you read that point when you say that if everybody leaves my church. Have you seen me say that every time? I say if everybody leaves the church like this, I'll still come and preach. It's not because it's not a brag. It's because Abraham was accounting that even if I kill my son, he will come back to life. You read a point where you are accounting that even if everything you lose everything, he will still bring all at once. That is faith. That is what? Faith. It's faith. So that's why I've been teaching on faith. I've been teaching when I started teaching on faith, you were enjoying yourself, you didn't follow. It's like, oh, now I have a job, faith, what am I doing with faith, salary is coming, but you are dancing on me. <laughs> now, some of you trials are coming because of the word. Now, 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 I'm like Jesus asking you, where is your faith? <laughs> Somebody came to see me, we were talking, and I said, if I have not given up, can you give up? He said, no, sir. So now go home and sleep. Somebody came to see me last year, said, Papa, I'm so depressed. You have no idea. I'm suffering from depression. I said, why are you suffering from depression? He explained. I said, okay, do this, 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 and go and sleep. <laughs> you are suffering from depression at this time. That's why I didn't even start you. You have even started there. <laughs> no, have we started? So, I'm just, the word works. There is a time you go to trial. I've gone to trial several times. I've gone to trial several times. It's not everything that I can tell you. Do you understand? But I've gone to different kinds of trials. And some of them, 
I went through trials to the point where I had a vision and somebody came to me and told me, because you have been able to go through this one, something will happen in the future. You remember that thing? But because you've been able to go through this, something will happen. No matter what you do, it will happen. And because you've gone through this, you'll be able to go through that one. Trials. So you've not gone through trials. When you see me wear my shoe, you wear my suit, all you see is Papa, they and God throws one trial that I've gone through on you. You leave church. That's not everything that we can share with you. But trials are there. Go and listen to the message. My message is on faith. Listen to them. On faith, our work of faith. When I talked about the men of old and what they did and explained the difference between the Old Testament faith and the New Testament faith. And the trial of our faith. Have I explained that before? I remember explaining that when then Natalie was about coming back. The trial of our feet. The what? Sam, are you hearing what I'm saying? So don't reach that stage where you have become what? You have lost passion. <laughs> You've lost what? Can't passion. So now nothing is. If you reach that stage and you continue from there, you never see that. The point is, you never see the hand of God again in your life. So you just be there. Uh, until you are there. But if you are still believing that Charlie, we will say, Bum, nah, my boy, but or something like that, then you must say, no, 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 no. I'm going to for Father. I've come back as a prodigal son. Please help me to go through this one. Give me grace. We are large. Is that not true? It's true. So, and these are they which are sown among tongues, such as hear the word. Uh-huh. And the curse of this world. So you see, the first one, they hear the word. Persecution came. Affliction came. I've reached that stage where nobody in my family called me. There was a stage like that. Nobody called me again. Nobody even wanted to hear that boy. Where he is passing, let's leave him and see. Let's leave. Have you reached that stage before? Oh, but you remember those stages? Somebody remember those stages? Sometimes I go to my parents' house, meetings upon meetings, and I'll be sitting in my mom's school. And I'll call Pastor Obi and say, Charlie, let me for my ass and get Nobody understands this step, but it's God's step. At the point that nobody wanted to call me nothing. Let's just leave him. Let's see. You've not read that You today, your sister still calls you and you are just enjoying yourself. You can even send money. You read the stage where you don't know what you are eating tomorrow. You've not, some of you have not even read that stage. It's the first step. You've not read that stage. Where you are, where you are, where you are, what? Where you don't know what you eat tomorrow again. Tomorrow, you not reach there. May you not reach there too in Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at your face, you can't go far <laughs> with some kind of trials. <laughs> there are some temptations that you will not bring. Is that not true? But I just want you to know that there are some trials. Some trials. You reach a stage like that. You reach a stage where I have nowhere to sleep. I've read there before. I had nowhere. But I carried my bag to a uh, 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 van station. Not because my parents didn't have a house, but because I was obeying God and what he said I should do. And I carried my bag to uh, New Plan Station or whatever station over there, circular. And I was sitting down there. Obed was, there. Obed was in the house. Obed was just enjoying himself with his parents. Obed has been enjoying himself oh, when your trials come. <laughs> when you call him, you say, oh, Hey, Papa, hey. And we will be, be hiding. <laughs> Papa, come through with a mean to be. 
But you see those stage. I went to put my bag at the New Plan station. I was sitting down. I had nowhere to go. So I was just sitting there till morning. I was just sitting there. I had nowhere to go. Nowhere to sleep. I didn't want to go to my sister's place. I didn't want, I didn't, in fact, the whole thing was too much for me. I didn't want anybody to come and even talk, talk me out of one. I just wanted, I was just sitting down there quiet. So, <laughs> have you reached that stage before? You live with your parents' house, you get married, you move to your husband's house, you are just there. Some of you are renting houses, some of you are not renting houses. You are just enjoying yourself. You are talking about a small trial like this. See, the trials will come, but you must be strong. Amen. May you receive grace to go through trials. I said receive grace to go through trials. Amen. Nobody wants trials. <laughs> receive grace to go to go through trials. Amen. There's a level of prosperity that comes after trials. A level. That is what we call the swan blessing. By myself have I sworn. You see what God told Noah? What God that's what that's what happens. David well, David didn't say, Come and anoint me. The David said, come and anoint me. It was you who sent someone to anoint him. And he anointed me. And I become uh, David and I went to kill Goliath. And you said you have made me king. The next day make me king. Yes, it's Saul. I will not move you. Leave, leave, leave. Or strike Saul with leprosy. And let me sit on the throne. Is that not all? Saul started persecuting David. For 12 to 13 years. He killed Goliath when he was 17. He became the king. And sat on the throne when he was 30 years. 13 years of trials. Sleeping in caves. And place, that's why Hebrews chapter 11, I like it so much. So some, some slept in caves and in dens and he was sleeping in caves. In fact, he even had the opportunity to kill Saul. Who was persecuting him. He said, shall I lay hand against the Lord's anointed and left Saul. If he had killed Saul, I would have still become king. It would have been more easier. The journey would have been more easier and shorter. But he said no. For 13 years. For how many years? 13 years. Joseph's story is like that. About 13 years. 13 years is not much. Is 13 years much? I said it's 13 years much. It's not much. Sunday I said, I said some people have worked in organizations, no promotion, nothing. They save money for about 15 years. They are still there. They have not complained. They only say, hey, do you my brother how? That's all. And they still is that not true, sir? So if you go to trials more and you quit, and God, the Holy Ghost compares you to even somebody, and all that. So trials are part of prosperity. That's when you want to see the sworn blessing manifest. Accept trials. I thought I would hear an amen to that. But it says that the word of God came, and the curse of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, and the last of other things entering in. So the word of God came. Then the curse, now that's where we've also entered in. I'm talking about apathetism. Eh? Now I'm talking about the curse of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the last of other things entering in. Choke the word. Choke the word. This is where you don't have time for the word of God again. Because there are a whole lot of things. The curse of this world. Your landlord is moving you out. Your boyfriend is leaving you. For your own best friend. Your, a whole lot of things. Curse of this world. That's not true. A whole lot of things. Consent. How do I pay my rent? 
How do I pay my children's school fees? How do I even pay so and so? What do I do next? Those are the cares of this world. They come against you like something. The word has come. But the cares of this world come. Then the deceitfulness of riches come. This is where Instagram is. Deceitfulness of riches. It is where somebody will just go and stay, stand behind somebody's car and say that, hey, somebody told me, mommy told me something. He said somebody was driving a car and doing the person's hand like this. I'm driving a, driving a car. He was in the car. He was, as if he was driving and they, they did the video as if he was driving. And everybody was saying, and they showed the video. He wasn't holding any steer. It was just an, uh, a play. This, that's the deceitfulness of riches. And the last of other things, the last of other things, everything is, everything is looking for your attention. You are looking for things. You are looking for things. They all enter in alongside the word that came. They join the word there. Then they choke the word. The word doesn't produce again. Then the word becomes what? Unfruitful. Did you hear what I said? It was the day you said you gave you made a pledge. That is the very day your landlord came and said, Now we can't give this house to you again. When you made the pledge. <laughs> you say, Now I've been interested in uh, going to look for you say uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> do, do you see what I'm talking about? This is why the word must become real to you. This is why you must move beyond this is rev. This is rev. To where the world is so real, no matter what comes against the word that you have, you can't let it go like that. Since you become unfruitful, come on, shout glory. glory. Go to the next one and let me end it with that. And these are they which are sown on good, so good ground, such as hear the word and receive it. They do what? They do what? So they heard the word. They receive. Most of the others heard the word, but they did not receive. But this one, they heard the word, they received the word, and brought forth fruit. In measures, some 30 fold, some 60 fold, and somewhat 100 fold. Now, the word he uses for receive. Is the word paradikomai. The Greek word paradikomai. It means to make like a possession. To accept as near. It, it, it agrees with what, what Romans says. The word is 90. To accept something as near you. To receive something and make it like a possession. And make it yours. So when you talk about the word of God becoming real to your spirit, because you receive the word of God and makes it make it yours as a possession. It can't leave you. It can't do what? It can't leave you. The word of God that you hear in this in this church must not leave you. And the best you can do is to hear it again and again. Sometimes you must hear your prophecies again and again. Sometimes you must remember your visions and your dreams again. And again, sometimes you must open your book that you've written things and look at it and say, this thing is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. It's a fight of faith. You are the seed of Abraham. Can you fight? So the word must be real to you. If you want to walk in prosperity, the word of God must be real to your spirit. 
the word of God concerning prosperity must be real to your spirit. Because all kinds of things will come against you. In fact, the people who are more, mostly attacked are givers. Brother Chris said that some years ago. Those who are attacked are partners of the ministry. They are givers. The enemy attacks them so that they become discouraged. I won't give again. I can't give again. Don't force me, sir. So if you're a giver, see, one of the problems I want us to fix, don't just be a giver. Be a hearer and a receiver of the word of God concerning this ministry. Now, our last partnership meeting, I think I said that when we had it in the holiday. I said, don't be a partner who doesn't know what is being taught in the church. You just give money, but you don't know what is being, what we are teaching. The partners, especially those international, are they online? International. They don't, they don't, they would give, but they don't know what we are preaching. It's an error. It's an error. I'll show you the correlation between giving and the word. It's so important. So if you don't, if you are just a giver and you don't listen to the word, you don't follow instructions, we say sit here, say you won't sit. Come to rehearse, I won't come. Come and fix machines. I mean, I don't fix machines. And all that. They all have ways of militating against what's supposed to come into your life. Very important. Shout glory. glory. Who has heard something right now? Or oh, you heard so much? Have you heard so much? Have you heard so much? And I encourage you, listen to the message. I say it every time. Listen to my. I listen to the messages. I have people I listen to. I listen to Pastor Chris. I listen to Ed the Paul and all that. Some people I listen to. Sometimes I cross over and listen to some other people who are, I know they are teachers. We are Winston, some others. But I listen to my messages too. So don't be a person who, you, when we ask you, messages say, what trim quad also? And they will say ancestral case. Or will say, far above all principality. You, you don't even know where you are standing. <laughs> oh, it's true. You must be a person of one thing. Yeah. A person of one thing. It's not somebody today you are listening to say it's ancestral case and bloodline. So when you are when you are like that, when something happens and it's negative, you now begin to think. Maybe it's a bloodline. No, 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 it cannot be bloodline. I'm far above. You are you are you are you are wavering. You are you are in between. To carry the word in you. What the word of God says you are in the New Testament. That is who you are. Nobody can change it. What you have is what you have. And fellowship with the Spirit. I think I've thought on all that. Be a partner with the difference. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. And prayer is that the Word of God becomes, will become real to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. My prayer is that you will experience supernatural happenings. Sometimes we talk about Isaac and we are going to pray about that right now for about some 30 minutes. Isaac blessed Jacob and he spoke powerful words into his life. May the Lord give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. Those are, those are pronouncements that I think I will be making those pronouncements every Sunday before we go home. This is so powerful. If you say, may you experience the fatness of the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, after that pronouncement, 
that man of God who received it went through trials. Jacob going to go, <laughs> you don't know what he went through until he had to flee from Laban. And Laban was chasing him. And God told him, make sure you don't touch that young man. He still worked with somebody. Do you understand? He still went to, to work with his after such a big pronouncement, words like that. After venison. A word spoken after venison are mighty words. I didn't hear an amen to that. Amen. I said, words spoken after venison are mighty words. When you take a seat and you give every say, kneel down. Those are mighty words. After those words, we don't have time to have gone to one day, one day, maybe the next meeting or that, we will go to this character studies. Abraham, Isaac, those men who worked in the Abrahamic blessing after the flesh. Isaac went to his own. Maybe we will check, we'll check that before we close. Shout glory. So the blessing is there. You will see certain things that you don't want to see. But you fight with the word of God. Say, I'm warring with the word of God. Say that again. Say, I'm warring with the word of God. Say that again. Say, I'm warring with the word of God. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? You must reach that stage where you tell yourself that if everything even everything dies, God will raise it back to life. My God will raise that thing back to life. If all my employees leave, I don't have employee, God will raise this business back to life. That's faith. Faith is something you will need to practice. You need to live by I don't know how you can live with all the things I have seen, the small things I have seen. I don't know how a Christian will really, really live without faith. You will give up and give in easily. When your faith is strong, you walk around saying, no, I know who I am. I'm born again. I'm a world changer. I said I'm sponsoring the gospel and it cannot be changed. I said I'm building churches. It cannot be changed. Who is building churches here? You don't look like you are going to build church, but you build churches. Yes, sir. You'll be somewhere in Europe building churches. And you say, Papa, I am sending you what? What money do they send? Do they send? We are building our Papa, is it? If you don't reach that stage where you are convinced like that, your money will be small. Because I've seen people who say, We are going to Papa, the way we will help you, the way we will help you. When they go there, they forget me. They remember their brothers. They remember their sister. Remember their thing. All the people, then, then they will leave you. Sometimes you have to call and say, Hey, now we're free, me, Anna. And they say, Hey, Papa, we're free. Well, I'm just preparing something big. Wait, I'm preparing something big. Hey! <laughs> I'm preparing something big. It will come. Well, Alash, who goes to war at his own expense? Now, when he says, even say, oh, I have businesses. You see, they say, Papa, the man of God is rich. The man of God says, I have businesses. That is why I'm rich. One day, I'll answer them on CNN. And on this star. Some of you, is, you, are, you are paying my this star bill. Yes, sir. It's a step. You didn't say yes, it means you won't pay. I'm on this star. Don't you think people must hear all these truths? Yes, sir. Cannot be hidden. Then you have gone. You have to do kuchi, 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 and you've gone. Bring me some dollars and let's use it to do one or two. You say, oh, I'll, Papa, I'm doing something big. You wait, I'm doing something big. Is that not what some of times they do? As a fact, don't they do that? 
Something big. There's something big never comes. You can't also go and ask. The big thing I can admire you. Don't worry, Papa, it will come. And I've said that, you know, and this is practical, all of you know. You, you, move, you move from one stage, you are so enjoying yourself, then you see a trial there. Hey, these things, I don't know even how they come. But the part of a judge is like a shining light. In the shining light, there is trial. But even in the midst of the trial, you are still shining. <laughs> Shall we please be outstanding? Have you heard something right now? This is just section one we had a lot of things like that. By the time you are living here, you must bring a seat. Some people, when we say we are coming to say they are coming to talk about money. We see the things we are talking about, very important things. Listen to them again and again. And some of you leaders, when we say this thing, you repeat the same mistake again and again. We will forgive you, we will forgive you, but stop repeating the them. Brothers, what do you think? Don't let us talk plenty. Now the demons don't they are not the demons they are afraid of us. But if you do that, you let us, you let what the work of the, the you let the work of the demons be at work in our lives. What do you guys think? Means you'll be taken some way, some way, and all that. Lift up.